There should be trumpets before this before this announcement. Well, well, let's get some trumpets, Declan. You can't handle fucking thunderclaps. Um, asshole. Whoa. <laughs> Is everything all right? <laughs> a major, major, major release is being announced right now. This is this is huge. I mean, in in the, I think that uh, it's this, it's one of the milestone moments mm-hmm. in this podcast's history. It's young history, right? Um, Six years young. One, this is one of those the moments where, um, and I and what would you call? I guess product. I guess is the only word you could use to describe it that will uh, that others will be measured against. That I agree with. Also, this is the first product that we took. Well, no, we we've been doing it, but like the lessons we learned from Kickstarter, yeah. where we were like, let's not let's not announce a project until it's completed and ready ready to go. As yeah. difficult as it was for some people. <laughs> Ladondo, I'm looking in your direction. Ladondo yeah, was absolutely out of his mind, right? Like rabid, like, like uh, to the I, point I where I'm like, I was like, he's definitely fucking around with me. Like somebody got a butterfly net. There's something wrong with this like, I didn't guy. truly believe he was this this um, <laughs> rabid to have this item released. I, I mean, it was literally like weekly at a certain point, which I guess isn't that bad. But yeah. I thought he was, I thought he was just fucking with me at times. But then I realized he was doing it to everybody. I was just like. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> He's not that great a troll. <laughs> but he has reasons to be to uh, be excited about this, as, yeah. as do we and everybody else involved. So, what is it, Q? You're not going to distance yourself from it a little bit because I, I felt like I, you were. Uh, I am distancing myself a little bit from <laughs> from it. what um, from the product from, from what you're about this product you're about to announce. Why would you what, distance what, yourself? It, well, in terms of, um, I can't I can't say that it was in my. Uh, it was not in my uh, – it, was, it didn't play in my strengths. This particular item, this particular vehicle doesn't play to – like, huh. tell them what it is. I'll, then I can explain why. Okay. It is uh, Vinyl Cast 2. Yes. Woo. Finally. Four years later, in 2012, right, we became the first podcast ever. And why aren't we in the book, the Guinness Book of World Records? Is there I'll a category for that? I'll look into it. Because yeah, I think it's just submitting paperwork. Hmm. We became for what though the the first podcast ever to release an episode on vinyl. Okay, ever in the history of the universe. Okay, and the media. There may be uh, there may be other people who lay little asterisks though, like you don't know if no because the word podcast may be uh, ill defined. So there may be radio shows that release stuff. Well, there was those radio shows. Okay, where we live and die by the podcast. Yes. Uh, it is and, life and death. And it took us four years. <laughs> Way more than when you were in the fire department. <laughs> it took us four years to come to a follow-up that we that deemed we worthy. deemed worthy. Not only is it a follow-up, not is it only called Vinyl Cast 2, mm-hmm. but it is, since it's the second time it's ever, since it's the second release. Mm-hmm. Twice as big. Twice as big means it's a double album. Double album. Now think about the 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 world's greatest double albums. Quickly coming to mind, Frampton Comes Alive. Okay. Kiss Alive One and Two. The Wall. All gonna have to take a back seat now, baby. Because <laughs> to a new fucking frontrunner, yeah. a new all time great double album artist. Yeah, there's a new kid on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> His name you is know? T- Physical Graffiti. Dave. 
Yeah. Throw it out. You're not going to need it anymore. Right. Was physical graffiti a double album? Yeah. Oh. Song remains the same, right? Too. I don't know. All right. Well, fuck all of them anyway. It doesn't matter. They're they all could the- all suck a yeah, dick. Yeah, nobody's even thinking about them right now because they're here. <laughs> Go suck this. a boner, Frampton. <laughs> what is the con- – but tell, tell the people about the concept. What was the concept? The concept is uh, my 40th birthday was in March, so everybody got together and uh, – Everybody. Ev- everybody who's anybody in the Tell em Steve Dave world came, came, together. came together this night in Jersey at a comic book store right. to make – Podcasting history again. <laughs> <laughs> so roast me. Do you, with, do, you, do you think they'll put that in the Guinness Book? Like, <laughs> uh, with one, with one direction. Do not hold back. Remember that shit that you said we're going to say about Ming all those years ago, and we had you pull it out. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking paw for the course. And on he this. used it, and he used it. Yeah, in you're going to get to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> what you, what you thought? Uh, you wondered what was Brian uh, told not to say in that Christmas episode. Yeah. Well, now you'll. Now it's revealed. Oh man, <laughs> is it ever? <laughs> and that's uh, why when I say like I'm not, I don't think distance to myself is the wrong word, but I do feel yeah, because like, you did great. Well, we don't need to. Uh, we don't need to put pig, the lipstick on a pig because it's so strong anyway. It doesn't matter what I did or didn't do. It, uh, but I, that roasting somebody and being ruthless and and just bloodthirsty for um, with the insults. Right. I found it difficult to do. I definitely was um, uncomfortable in it, but it was in Brian's. Uh, this was what Brian was built for. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he was. That was what he was put on this earth to do. And we, apparently, a lot of other people were too, because nobody disappointed. Ming Chen, I, I, I've, I've dubbed him the assassin now after this. Yeah, because he is literally ruthless. He says shit that you would not believe your beloved Ming Chen would say. And we were like, when we did it, we were like, well, who should lead off? You know, where should we place people? We you know, you so could always. nervous edit. because we were like, well, we're gonna, well, we don't, we don't lead off with somebody who's, you know, maybe not going to be all that great in the material. So we, some, for some reason, we thought Ming wouldn't be, but my God, we were wrong. Fuck. The bar was immediately set so fucking high that it's like, <laughs> holy shit. Um, and the reason that Ladon, though, is so bonerific for the release is. He fucking comes in like a fucking vicious surgeon, just ripping pieces out of everybody. That was my one regret was that I didn't really go after him because I had no idea that he had that level of anger in him. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just a couple like throwaway jokes and uh, here's Chris Adondo. And then, yeah, he really went for it, man. He went for the jugular. Here's some of the artists that you can look forward to hearing on the final cast too. (laughs) Michael Zapsick. Right. Get him, Steve Dave. Another fucking – another guy who came out swinging. Um, Sunday Jeff. All Maxwell. Framptons. <laughs> um, Stacey Patella. First oh, time ever she will speak. That's right. There the are podcast. There are uh, some of uh, friends of mine that couldn't be in the room sent in tapes. Uh, roasts, if you will. We got uh, Doug Stanhope, comedy legend. Uh, comes at me pretty hard. Uh, Sal Volcano. Yeah. Joe Gatto. Um, Owen. Owen Benjamin. Stacy Patella makes a tape. Fucking horribly ripping me apart. <laughs> Justin. Ooh. Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Not even Justin Roiland. Yeah. Rick and Morty call in and fucking <laughs> roast the shit out of me. Um, in a fucking surprising, very surprising tact that they take. Uh, 
that I don't want to ruin for you, but if you're if you're a fan of Rick and Morty uh, and you've always wanted to hear them viciously and vulgaresquely <laughs> rip apart an impractical joker, it's there. We got uh, Ian K. Morris. Ian Morris, yes. Uh, Maxwell, Mikey Z, which is Zapsic. Um Everybody who's anybody who ever appeared on the, uh, that, you, all your somewhere alumni. Frank, somewhere Frank 3 is like, huh. Well, Frank 3 was invited. He didn't yeah. show up. Yeah. As usual. Right. <laughs> but it's a, but this album is now available mm-hmm. at tellemstevedave.com. Go check it out. It's on Merch Table. Double album. Uh, you're going to get the digital download upon purchase. Right. So you're, you know, you, the album may ship to you. It may take a week. For ten days, but you'll be able to listen to the episode that as soon as you buy it. And that's already worked out with Merch Table, right? It's already done. Done yeah, they deal. Got it. They got it. It's done. And in celebration mm. of the release of Vinyl Cast Two, okay. another major announcement, Q. What's that? The re release of Vinyl Cast One, the foam face edition. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> for all the foam faces that didn't get in on the vinyl cast the first time. We said we would never do it. Uh, that I was wasn't really, true. <laughs> obviously, uh, we, we, you know, but it was a, a lot of people, a lot of listeners uh, were bummed out they could never get this or or listen to this. Right. And you, I don't know if it was you or or Brian who came up with the idea. Well, let's change the artwork on the cover, which we just changed a couple colors and we put a stamp on it right on the front that says Foam Face Edition. Right. So there's no ifs, ands, or buts that you're getting the inferior version. <laughs> you are definitely getting the inferior version. And paying top dollar for it. <laughs> uh, and the disc is white. Remember? Is that, uh, uh, is that true? Oh, it better be. We order them in white. Uh, if that's true, then it is white. So I possibly. I've not seen them, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, as I recall, the foam face editions are all white, white uh, vinyl. In, in, so in, in, the, in the tradition of foam. Right. That's I right. Imagine that's why we did it, right? Yeah, you're okay. fucking foam face. You're a foam face. You know what that means. But you have to embrace it. You got to embrace it. You fucked up. You fucked up. You're a foam face. <laughs> yeah. Now you're getting the white vinyl, the foam face edition stamp. Yeah, the cut. The logo is a different color now, and it says, and there's, and it's so, it's so, it, you can't miss it. It's a gigantic stamp on the front that says foam face edition, and there's more celebration cue. Yes. We had put aside of our own personal stash um, some first pressings of Vinyl Cast One. That's right, the original. We were going, I was I was planning on sending my kids to college with that with that money, <laughs> but since I was outvoted them. on the foam face edition, <laughs> now made my first pressings worthless <laughs> or, or worth fifteen dollars more than the foam face edition. <laughs> That's right. You can now for – there are only – I mean, I mean 50. these are a handful yeah, of – There's cotton. like 50 of them, right? Uh, yeah, I think there's less than – I like there's less than 100. Yeah, okay. Um, and there's less of 100 of up there. Once they're gone, they are gone. There will be no more first pressing. This is the last Lesters, of them. This is the aftermarket. Um, we've essentially crushed – killed the market for the first pressings anyway. Right. With the foam face edition. But – uh, if you are if you are a completist and you want the first pressing, it's there now. Right. It won't be there forever. So if you don't, you know, please don't email me. There are no more if you get there too late. Um, <laughs> I think oh, there's like one or two reds in there too, right? Uh, that don't say those things. Okay, we don't Sorry. know for sure. Don't ever don't get people so hopes up. All right, but there is but with the vinyl cast too. Yeah, the first 350 people who order, yeah, are going to get something unique and special, a little special insert. 
that we put in the first 350 copies, uh, a piece of the original felt from the table where we recorded all those episodes from. That's right. So when everybody over the summer was like, oh, what the fuck? Why'd you take the felt off? Where is it? And couldn't we, answer we, those we questions. A special swatch is included of the felt in the first 350 copies that go out. Um, is it the first 350 copies that go out or is it randomly? Not random. It's not random. It's not random. I thought, I thought it would be best to do it as, uh, as the, the first, the first 350. But they won't know if they're one of the first 350 until they until get they it. Until they get the album. Yeah. Okay. Well, the fucking second they hear it. Well, that's what, that's why that shit, this right? is, this what, this is like Pavlo's dog, right? Is that how you say it? Sure. Pavlo's, Pavlo's dog. Yeah. Listen to fucking Tom CV when it drops on fucking immediately. Stop what you're doing. Don't wait 10 days to listen to it because you're missing out on good shit. Right. That, you know, this That's what like, makes you a foam face. Yes. If you don't want to be a foam face, then listen to the episode when it comes out so you don't miss out on stuff like this. I know. Hey, uh, what? Uh, you got you got a life. You got kids. So do I. <laughs> Get over it. Yeah. You know, you still, you're doing more than listening. You're down here fucking creating. doing this shit. Yes. So, I mean, if you're – this is one of those reasons why you should be listening – Immediately as Tom Steve Dave drops. Right. I understand life gets in the way, but still. Do you feel – because th- there is no – this is one of the best episodes of Tom Steve Dave ever. I honestly feel the the, the roast. It's fucking yeah. – it's undeniable. It will. It's it undeniable. Will, I know if people are like, oh, they're talking it up. But no, no, no. I think word of mouth – we don't even need to. So word of mouth will uh, – I didn't say it about the first one. I wasn't like it's one of our best episodes ever. Well, it was more about the novelty, and right. about the uh, achieving, you know, the, the being first, like being you know, the first man on the moon. Right. It, you know, that mission didn't go so smooth. And it wasn't one of the best. But it got on the moon. Yeah, they got there, though. Right. They but, left, they le- I hear they left a whole bunch of shit up there that they weren't supposed to. Yeah. Like they shit all over the place? No, not literal they shit. Stool oh. on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Stooling on the moon. You know, things, you know, but yeah, they refined that mission, you know, until they got it just right, just like vinyl cast. Right. It's been refined out until it's the perfect beast so do you think that this is going to be the start of a tell him steve dave roast series not necessarily on vinyl mm, i don't know because it, it's so fucking good you know ladondo's up hope, for it yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I know almost every, you know, everybody he's got the me, next six written already. I, I, me and mike are are, are uh are, <laughs> wouldn't want it or would not be looking forward to that mike takes a lame basting <laughs> yeah mike gets pretty hard <laughs> Well, I don't mean, and I don't even mean that it, that Mike wouldn't be looking forward to it. I just think me and him are uh, not interested, or or don't. It doesn't appeal to us to sit down and uh, try to deconstruct and or right in front of everybody, you know, all their friends, and like just dismantle their humanity. Because yeah. the way a roast works, <laughs> that's how it works. And I knew going in, that's what it was going to be like. But I can't say that right. I was. Uh, that I was uh, comfortable doing it. Well, that's why James Murray uh, from Practical Jokers recused himself. He he had said he it's not really his thing. He doesn't like being that mean. Yeah, I can it's, understand. He it. doesn't understand why people would even do it. So he was like basically right. like, and I, you gotta respect it. The right. guy's basically saying, "I love you too much to I, to I, sit there and rip on you." And the only reason I did it was because because uh, yeah, of the fat vinyl cast money. <laughs> <laughs> I sold my soul just like for fucking. Are you uh, worse than Hitler? Are you worse than Hitler? I sold that on all my principles. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, 
I did it for love. Yeah, because yeah. the, the, yeah, the way it works, right, is like at, so there's a dais and I'm up there and they're supposed to be roasting me, but they really just – it's an excuse to take pot shots at everybody. Oh, yeah. It's not, yeah it's, it's not just you that's in the Oh, process. I get at least <laughs> at okay. times. I mean everybody gets uh, everybody gets put under the microscope and like Brian said, dismantled in um, some, some worse than others. Um, but – yeah. It's all all done, you know. Like, but people will be laughing. It's it's. I think some people will be shocked too. I oh, think, I know. I, I think you're right. I think some people. I are gonna think some like, are going to be so. going to be so it gets shocked. Fucking raw. Yeah. That they're going to be like, their jaws will hit the floor. How, well, that, how harsh and how heinous it could get. Because that was the rule. You cannot hold back. We were going to the Friar Club. What's it called? Yeah, Friar Club. Friars Club. Rules, so yeah. like, it was like you you either come. Come hard or don't come at all. That's a right. bunch of old fucking Bush Belt comedians. <laughs> I would say more like the Comedy Central roast these days. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I would put this on par with the Comedy Central ones. Like it, if you're a Tom Steve Dave fan. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. Not, if you're looking for um, cruel and, um, and like, cold-hearted and, and going, you know, like if you need a safe word. You know, yeah. don't if you have if you use safe words. Do not come into uh, don't buy this vinyl cast because it's brutal, it's unrelenting, and it's uh, it should get the rated M. We should have put a rated M on the front cover. Yeah, yeah. The great Wayne Jansen comes back and he and he helps out with the front cover. Okay, I was like, who the fuck? Well, we didn't even talk about the artwork yet. <laughs> well, you can, they can go check it out. There's okay, to talk about it. Go look at it on our merch table right now. It's up there. It's ready to order, and. Um, I uh, go review it. I don't know where you can review it, but go some find somewhere. Let us know what you think, though. Yeah, right now we're not selling it digitally or anything like that. We're not yeah. selling well, it digitally. You get a digital download, with right? It. But but it's not for sale on iTunes or Bandcamp or anything. No, this is the only place you can get right. it right now. We will never release. No, it don't say that. that you, we, we always relent anyway. So, okay. I, don't, I don't think did the original buy. No, it didn't. That'll come with a digital yeah. download too. Oh really? Okay, Final great. One, if you buy the first pressing, you get a digital download of the content. And the foam you face. Get the foam face, you're getting a digital con- download okay. of the content. Vinyl Cast Two, you're getting a digital right. download of the content. So, so with the caveat that we do lie and go back on our words, this will never be released for sale digitally. Maybe when the vinyl when the vinyls sell out, right? Because we're okay. only doing this one pressing. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, we printed. We, we printed. We printed a lot. So it may be a while, but yeah, if you want, if you're interested in hearing it. And you're going to wait for just to buy the digital only. You're going to have a long wait. Yeah, it'll be a while. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> so do it, man. So what is it? Tell them brings you to the page. You're going to bring it right to, right the to page. it. Don't be a foam face. This is the perfect uh, pr- Christmas gift for uh, Tell Them Steve Dave listener, right? I mean, this is the – Or we're yeah. Impractical Joker. We're Impractical Joker, that's right? Joke. right. That, that's where we got to sell this as. What? A Joker product. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to hear Joe Gatto be fucking vicious? Joe Gatto says some shit that, like, yeah, it's not the, like... Holy fuck. The fun-loving, <laughs> nice Joe that you're... Yeah. He, he handed it to me, and he was like, ah, I hope I didn't go too far. And I listened, and I was so... I was laughing so hard. I was like, this motherfucker it, has got a mean streak. It was great. Yeah, he was yeah. great. We're all good with, like, the IJ crowd, right? They're all on board. Like, we didn't, we didn't, you didn't burn any bridges when you said anything about IJ, did you? No, I don't think so. There, there seems what to be mean? some sort of, like... When I was like, he's not going to be your girlfriend, just cut the shit a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we should have. People got really, upset at that? You really should have fucking not said that until the release. Speaking of not, you know, until the release of the final case. And speaking of like 
I was trying so hard to get this out before 300, so we didn't have to give Mrs. Ginnam a copy. She's <laughs> getting one. She's, she's listening. Congratulations, to this, Mrs. Ginnam. Yeah, oh, you fucking <laughs> shit. So we just not only is she getting vinyl cast two, she's getting a foam face. Oh, uh, come on. There's no way she's getting the special felt swatch, though, right? I mean, you're going to no, draw she's the not line. Getting a felt swatch. Right, yeah. the, the, the little extras were not promised. In yeah. Have we even heard from her? No. So we don't even know where to send it. I, I yeah. I have all her all her sure options. we do I get him's crawl space <laughs> <laughs> but she's don't worry yeah uh, I, I may I hope maybe she maybe she was listening to this and she already placed an order you can't cancel it Mrs. Giddem now you got two <laughs> yeah. go to eBay and put it on there why don't you, you stop it? being such a fucking skell and just order this shit instead of expecting us to hand you everything for free Mrs. Giddem <laughs> But this is, all, defense, this is her first time she's actually getting something. What do they say in Bioshock? What's he saying? Uh, oh, the parasites. The parasites. <laughs> this, is the first, this is the first piece. This is her first actual right. thing that she can look at and say, like, well, at least I got this. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> Hey, what's with this moulin yawn and the hot dogs? <laughs> you know, speaking of somebody who works at a comedy network, you, you had me at you had me at my son died of leukemia. Are you worse than Jared from Subway Challenge? <laughs> Tell him, Steve Dave. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Tell him, Steve Dave. Yes, yes. Yes, Q. Yeah? Yes. What? Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> what the fuck's happening? Are you enthused? Uh, no, not really. No? What should I be enthused about? I don't know. Simmy. Oh, well, that I am enthused about. Yes, I am. I know I am. Simi is – why don't you introduce him, Q? Simi is – say hi, Simi, so they know who I'm talking about. Hey, how are you, Q? Okay. Simi is the – You know Q. You don't know us. Why wouldn't you say hello to us? Sorry. Hey, guys. I'm super super rude. (laughs) Don't take this shit, Sim. Um, Simi is the true – I mean, I guess the only way to say it is you're the network executive assigned to Impractical Jokers, correct? Yep. Okay, and as such, the only one. Uh, Yeah, right now the only one. The only one we need, buddy. That's right. Because that machine needed more than one man. (laughs) Yeah, you would think so, right? Well, he does a good job. What's Simi short for? Uh, It's actually short for my Hebrew name, Simcha. So just a little yeah, easier. So little easier that is say. so fucking weird. That is that was my high school nickname. Simcha. 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 Yeah. yeah. You look like a Simcha. Yeah, I do, right? Simi is uh very religious, right? Like you keep you keep yeah, the I keep, word. I keep the Sabbath, like yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, he the, is, the whole he thing is. keep kosher. No, no, he's oh, a comedy guy. Sure. He's not we don't a, worry about a it. Christian guy versus a Hebrew guy <laughs> <laughs> versus a Satanist. Well, I was gonna pitch a show today. It may it may, may not work so much if uh, Oh you got a show to pitch Simi? No, 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 no. He's don't worry about that. No, 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 yeah. I thought it's Something to do with Hitler or something, oh. which normally, <laughs> normally, normally it does. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, so, Simi, uh, so what happened is each network, I, I mean, each show kind of has an overseer at the network. 
and Simi is our over. How long have you been on the show now? Years now. Uh, three years, yeah. Three years. Yeah. And, and everybody before Simi was a fucking disaster. Um, and some of them still work at the network. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the last time I called one a disaster, I got, I got in trouble for it. But I could say it now anyway. I don't care. Um, so, But Simi's not going on record as saying this person was a disaster. I don't think so because he's got to work right next door to him. No, I think I think the people who I'm, I'm pretty sure the executives who used to work on the show aren't at the network anymore. All of them. I think you chased them all away. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's great. Yeah, that's I mean, there's good. there are definitely people involved in the show. We have other people who work on the show, um, you know, in other roles. But we didn't really there. have problems with anybody except right. for it was tough getting us an executive that we like. Well, one, the president of the network was kind of. What's the word, Simi? Asshole. I'll leave this one to you, Kia. Okay, he's kind of an asshole. Um, I mean, he had his lovable moments, but for the most part, he was very difficult to work with. And uh, for the first couple of years of Impractical Joker's existence, I'm sure it's been documented on this show, we had a very difficult relationship with the network. New president comes in, Chris Lynn, uh, Marissa, who found that show, got promoted. Now we have a great relationship with the network, and Simi is a big part of that. We actually like him. And he's funny. He helps out the show and stuff like that. That's why he's here, because I like him. When I came on, there was yeah. definitely uh, – there, there was. it felt like you guys were coming out of an abusive relationship. Yes, without a doubt. Um, they couldn't even lift a hand to pet us without us looking to bite. Recoiling. Yeah, exactly. Hackles um, <laughs> wow, you, up. You yeah, you wouldn't think it would be like that. Yeah, it was majorly like that. Really? So you got Why treated like shitbirds at first. Then well, do. like the first season of the show – our ratings were pretty pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty pretty strong. They might even be better than they are now, actually, because now they just play us all the time, so people can watch whatever. But the first season of the show, we were getting high. But this this crew, this top crew at the time, would watch the show minute by minute, ratings wise. Like they could break down that, mm-hmm. and if it dipped, if it dipped, he would look at that minute of the show, call us up to the network. To yell at us about the content of that one minute. And then he would be like, well, now I want you to write jokes. All right, let's say the bit is we're working on the comic book store and you have to do whatever I tell you to. This particular president wanted us to submit a packet of jokes for what we might say if an Asian woman walked in, if a little kid walked in. And he would want to approve or have one of his executives approve each joke. So we would we would write it, send it up. They would write yes or no next to it and send it back. And we wouldn't do it. Like we would either fight against it, or we would sit, or we would have a secret page of jokes for ourselves, or we would just make it up in the spot and totally ignore. It. And it would just create all these problems. That was always a feeling I got that when when you're when you're telling people to say stuff, yeah. Some of that stuff might be written ahead of time, but a majority of it was just like off the cuff like we do. All the best stuff is off the cuff. Right. But, uh, but in a world where you guys aren't live, this isn't happening a lot. Like, you're not, like it's not streaming live. What difference does it make what you say you, that you can just be edited out, whatever joke you make that they might not like? And the final cut would belong to them. Because the, if they let it go through, then right. whose fucking fault is it that they're not happy with it? Well, then we would get to the Where edit. Were five years ago? Well, <laughs> it went to bad form. Then we would get to the edit, and then it would be a whole other fight. Like right. every every part was a was a joke, and we don't really work like that. We don't. We don't. I mean. I haven't written a fucking joke for the show in years, you know what I mean? Because now we're so used to it and we, we know what we're doing. We just get up and just kind of do our yeah, things. We still have writers, you know what I mean, Casey and the guys and, and stuff like that. But 
Um, I feel like the network's in a different place, though. Also, like when you when Joker's right. came out. I mean, this is even before my time. When I when I started uh, four years ago at True, Joker's was already on the air, and uh, and it was really the only comedy because you had like hardcore pawn and you had you know um, you had lizard like towing all these like tow truck shows, and right. then you had Joker's, and it was. I feel like a lot of the people at the network probably didn't why, know what to do with the comedy. Did the, why did the network move away from all the towing shows? Um, I miss him. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> What's that hot dog show you loved? Wiener Circle. Oh, Wiener Circle. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, but I mean, Jennifer Lopez was involved with the, with the uh, tow. With, the with tow uh, yeah, with South the Beach South tow. Beach tow. Yeah, I think. Well, I think actually, Joker's had a lot to do with that. I think that yeah. you know, Chris Lynn came in as the as the new president of the network, and you know, they decided they, we wanted to do more comedy. And yeah, I think the, the tow truck shows, those shows got a pretty decent number, but well, I think they, advertisers would, especially weren't crazy about it. They would be considered not comedy because it definitely looked like they were trying to have, go for laughs. Yeah, it was it was like reality comedy. It was yeah. a little different, you know? I mean, the, this Joker's is a reality show, but it's not like a... Do, it's, 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 not, it, it's not the docu-series, like the docu-follow shows like, like Lizard Lick Towing. No, Comic Men's a little different. Yeah. I feel like a show like – because Lizard Lick Towing, it was sort of like this created drama, the, you know, people getting into, into huge fights There's and poor brawls. people yelling at each other. Exactly. So it's, right. those, it's those kinds of shows that I feel like the network wanted to move away from and more into shows like Jokers, like Carbonara Effect, which is you know hidden camera magic show. And then we started doing some scripted stuff as well. Did they ever suggest that the Jokers tow some cars back in the day? Maybe no. to uh, get in line with the rest no. of the network. Or tow Jennifer Lopez's car. Oh, I would yeah. tow her car anyway. <laughs> they did after the first season. And I think the first season, I mean, what we got paid was just insanely laughable. And when we asked for a raise for the second season, the president of the network at the time told us, Sumia, you were not there for this, thank God, that, okay, here's what we'll do. We'll test – We'll focus test the show, and the three jokers who test the best will keep on the show. Oh. We're going to fire the fourth one and give his salary to the other three. Like that's what we were dealing with. I never heard that. That's amazing. Yeah, just for asking for like I a feel raise. like that's something I'd go along with. I was going to say, cool. yeah. <laughs> well, if you're the joker that tests the least, you don't want that. <laughs> I'm speaking from a personal. Comic book man, you'd roll the dice with that? Who you'd roll the dice. You'd play Russian roulette. With, um, when the cast of comic book men, you go, you walk into original media, and you're right. like, and, and they present that to you, like, okay, you want to raise Mr. Johnson, mm-hmm. but here's what we'll do: we'll test an episode, and the the, the comic book man who gets the least approval is going to walk. I feel like that's playing Russian roulette with an unloaded gun. <laughs> <laughs> You think you're safe? I would do that. Okay. Um, They wanted me to stop doing Tell Them Steve Dave, the original uh, thing. I I never heard this. They they never told us this. They threatened threatened to sue me. Mm -hmm. Why? What were they afraid of? Well, because we were going into production of Comic Book Men, and they were worried that. That I was going to bleed into because in my contract with True it says that I can do Tell Him Steve I knew Dave that. Yeah. and that I can do any TV shows based on Tell Him Steve Dave, and they were concerned or he was concerned I should say that AMC was greenlit comic book men just to get back at him because he had worked for them and quit <laughs> and was trying to steal steal me off the show. Now, do you think he like he believes right now they're still getting back at him? He's a, Six years later. I don't know what he believes is he's he can be a maniac. Yeah. I don't I don't know where he is. So um Marissa, who still works at True, who's one yeah. of the people, called me up and 
was like she was in such a hard position because she was basically like I got this president network as a maniac telling me to call you to tell you to quit this thing you know and and I had a very rational conversation with her and she was just like well you're right I can't ask you not to do this this is insane so she just she went back to the network and fought for me which is why I always have a, a soft spot in my heart for Marissa on top of that she's also insanely beautiful a lot of reasons that so I have she a saved home Steve there she's just some woman that we don't even know not only did she green light she the practical jokers yeah. yeah, she greenlit Impractical Jokers. She she was the one that got Jokers made, but she also saved Talon Steve Dave. Yeah, no, uh, no one even knows who she is. She's an unsung hero. Plus, she's a hottie. She is also yeah. She's a hottie. <laughs> well, Most importantly, no, you just mentioned it though. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's overshadowed by her uh, by her um, you know professional achievements. Right. Yeah. So you like Simi. Oh, I like Simi. You weren't pressured into bringing a suit on to uh, no, I, promote the show. <laughs> I've been. I get into fights with Simi. Oh yeah? yeah. Oh, vicious fights with Simi. We've gotten into it. We've gotten into it a few times. Not like, over religion. Not over religion, but like, I've gotten into fights with Simi's where I've been screaming, and then like two days later, I feel really bad, and then mm-hmm. I go like, then I'm overly nice for like six months. That sounds about right. Yeah. So you send me the guy sometimes when we hear you uh, ranting and raving yes. on the phone. That's who you're talking that's, to. It's usually send me on the other end. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's been less of it though than I think. I think in the beginning there was more of it, right? Well, because of the whip dog syndrome. But the the latest thing was a Benjamin Cat shorts, which I'm which now I'm finally getting over. Are you? So I'm reaching out to Simi <laughs> <laughs> to try and build build the bridges again. This podcast yeah. is the olive branch. Yeah. Well, lunch the other day was the olive branch. Yeah. Right, but so, but he's also very funny. So I thought he'd be good on the show, and I wanted to give him the opportunity to come on here and and say whatever he wanted. And I figured if he wanted to air grievances, he could. That's like playing a Russian roulette, and you may say something that you may not like. I know, but that's what I'm willing to do for our audience. <laughs> who's the who's who, I, I'm sure every Joker is a joy to work with, but who's the most? <laughs> who's the one that's like that? Like that you go to? Like, well, let me go to him. He's the he's absolutely the he's the easiest and i want to talk to him because he's the one that i before you answer though why don't you guess um like he you know you go to this person because he's the most level-headed the one that not i don't want to say in a bad way but like he's just easier to deal with than you know because i'm sure they're all easy to deal with but like no, he's not. extremely easy to work with i'm gonna say it's um it's got to with 100 <laughs> percent. it's got to Joe, you know, it's interesting. I don't know. I, I feel like I go to each of them for different different sorts yeah. of things. Yeah, Joe. I mean, Joe's the one I go to most for um, for kind of nuts and bolts stuff with the show. I feel like Q. Yeah, with Q, it's either going to be it's going to get super emotional and it's usually going to come around. There, there's a lot of heart involved, but that you, can come you, you're both normally ways. going back to Q for an apology for something. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You got to kind of buckle up when you're you know when you're calling Q. And most. You know the conversations are going to get heated if it starts off with Q saying, "You know, listen, I don't even give a shit about this. I don't even care about this. Like, you could do it whatever means you he want. really cares about it. it. Means he really cares about it. Yeah, yeah. That's usually no, nobody. Nobody speaks more passionately about how little they give a shit about something than Q. This <laughs> goes right to the fact then that like he's only fooling himself. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, completely. So okay, but, so it's Joe then. Yeah, I mean, there's no real answer to who's the easiest to talk to. Do you I feel even like, ever talk to Sal at all? I was going to say, I talk, Sal and Murr I talk to the least on, in terms of a, like a little text or whatever about, about certain things. But I feel like I talk to you, I talk to Joe most. Right. Um, but does yeah, anybody I, have – Does that, I probably – does anybody have a personal relationship you, with you like I have? No. Right? No. Because that's the thing. Yeah. I'm, I also kind of consider Simi a friend, so yeah. we'll just text kinda, like you. I like kind of. Right. <laughs> well, I, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't. No, I don't. I definitely 
don't have that level of um, a relationship with the other guys where I feel like, you know, we, we get into a fight, really have at it, and then sort of come around. So, yeah, it's a different relationship for sure. Who is who would he be comparable? Who would I, who would, who is he the the counterpart on Comic Book Man? What is whose role is he? So I just have an idea of who's the network on suit on Comic Book Man. Oh, is this, probably so this is the, probably like, Marco, who you know I don't think you know. Like you met him that maybe you met him that one day that he came in with his family on like, vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so this is, this this is a powerful man. This guy right here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just ooze power. You can tell. You can sense it. He does. Well, he, well I mean, Simi does guide the, the comedy in the show. Like, if he doesn't like something, it doesn't get on. Well, so there is a, so, yeah, a, is. A, is a heavy hand. I mean, I feel, yeah. like, I feel like sometimes <laughs> – Q, you might disagree with this. I feel like sometimes, like, our job is to sort of – like I feel like you guys could get close to it. Obviously, you're like in it all the time, and I feel like there are times. There are times. There have been times. I feel like the times. Sometimes when you and I have gotten into it, it's when there's something that you guys feel strongly about. The fans are going to love, and I kind of look at it as like, yeah, but what about the you know all the first time viewers, all the people who don't know the show so well, that sure. sort of thing. So I feel like that's sometimes when we get into it. That's but, true. Oh, so you you are you are always trying to appeal to the broadest audience possible because. Every episode may be someone's first episode. So if they're calling something back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I look at, I, I love callbacks. I love, you know, I love moments that sort of, um, that fans can, can point to and love and, and feel like it's theirs. But at the same time, if there's something that, if there's something that specifically wouldn't be funny to, to people tuning in the first time or would feel kind of self-indulgent, that's, that's usually when I get in there and say, well, maybe we could do this a different way. They seem like indulgent guys. Do you, do you find yourself, Crossing a lot of stuff off their list, these uh, jokers. Honestly, there's very. I have to say, there's very little. I mean, we, yeah. there's not a lot that we reject at this point. <laughs> look at him; he's looking at me. I, <laughs> Q's the most indulgent one, right? Oh uh, yeah. He's like, this is funny, Simmy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Funny. I think that's come up a couple times. <laughs> oh, I know. There funny. Was, I can, should, should we get into the Staten Island map? Should we get into that? We can get into the Staten Island map, but I don't think you're going to win that one. Okay, well, let's. I, well, we right. have we have a couple of uh, members of the jury here that can that can okay. help out with this All one. Right. Ooh, trial! Yes, fire ants. All right, yeah. go ahead. Dot ants. Go ahead. I, I don't think you're going to win this one. <laughs> no, but I did apologize for this. As well. You did. You did, and you let's brought it up it. a let's bunch of times. All right, great. So <laughs> I, <laughs> he's ready to go. He wants it. Yeah, he yeah, cannot wait to tell you that he wants the he wants some validation. He got the okay from. Q. He's like, fuck it, I'm going for it. <laughs> let's, see how, let's see how heavy this hand really could be. He won. I yeah, lost well, this. So. <laughs> uh, Q saying I'm not going to win it now. So now, now I'm Well, now you're I'm not going to win in the trial by fire, Ants. Right, let's but, do this. Uh, but you won, the, you won yeah. the, the call. Well, this is a road game for me, I understand. So I don't, I don't know how. Yeah, how, yeah, yeah. You know, but. Uh, oh, no, not, don't, don't. Yeah. These guys want me to be wrong. So <laughs> oh, perfect. So, so here's what happened. We, I, was, I was only on the show for a couple of weeks, probably at this point, And we were doing. Really? It was early on. It was early okay. on, yeah. Because um, Dolgens had been there. Adam Dolgens was was overseeing the show, and then right. he left, and then I, I and I took over at that uh, point. We, I like Dolgens a lot too. Yeah, he's a good friend. He brought me in. He's a good friend of yeah, mine. Yeah. Um, so, so what happened was we were designing a new show open, right? For the, the if, if the fans know the beginning of the show, it starts off, and you see the guys, and you know, there's animation behind them and all that, and it's just and it it's the it's the graphic open for the show, so. They, the guys wanted all these Staten Island icons in, behind them in the in the show open, which made sense. I feel right away he's jumping a lot of impertinent facts. All right, well, you, you could fill you could fill are in the place wherever any, you want. Are there any important Staten Island um, landmarks aside from the dump? 
<laughs> so, well, you got the Verrazano Bridge. You got the Staten Island Ferry. Right. Which which, um, which can we put into the show open? Sure. I consider right. the Verrazano as belonging to Brooklyn, really, not Staten Well, hey, I'll give it a 50-50 <laughs> thing on it. So, so the guys took a look at the open, which looked amazing. Well, we didn't he- – well, hold on. Okay. Let me stop you right there. Yeah, go for it. I remember, now, I remember where we were standing on it. Going into season three, I, it was the day it we were shooting three. the Fatone thing. The day we were shooting with Joey Fatone at the diner. And I remember we were backstage. I was I on the house when I was on the phone with you about this. I remember exactly where we were. Yeah. Um, so go ahead. Here's what happened. Okay. The third season of a show, at that point, they were arguably or not forming the network around this. Right? Mm-hmm. This is just my perspective. Here it comes. We did not even find out that there was new opening graphics for the show. Until they sent it to us. So we were a little bit like, well, why wouldn't we be consulted on it? Fair enough. That was, that was, that, that, okay, but that, right, that's, okay. To be fair, that's not where you and I got into it. That's not, but I'm okay. just saying that I'm just giving my G- mindset giving right away. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. All right. So, so, so not consulted at all. So You're not sh- going to ask the guy who knows funny. <laughs> <laughs> so the show open comes in. It looks great. The guys love it. They said, we just want some Staten Island icons in there. We want something in there, right? right. So Sal asked – so at one point, it freeze frames on Sal and you see – I think it was the George Washington Bridge we, or the Brooklyn Bridge. He asked to change it to the Verrazano Bridge. We, we made that change. Right. Um, at the end, we, they wanted – you see, um, see some water. They wanted the Staten Island Ferry. We did that. Q requested – there's a freeze frame of Q standing at a hot dog vendor, that, right. which is the, the, the moment that, that you see when the show starts. And it freeze frames and you just see the blue sky behind you. Q wanted a map of Staten Island behind him. Now, it's just blue sky. So from a design perspective, it doesn't really make any sense. So I said – so I talked to our design team. They didn't – they you see you see me winning this one, Q. I can see that look. So, I don't see you winning all this right, one. All right. So, keep going. Let so me go. Talk to our, our graphics people, our design people. You're probably going to win this and one. And they said, they said, listen, we don't have a lot of time to make a lot of changes. We'll change the, the Verrazano Bridge. All we'll right, change well, the right there, there's a problem. Why? Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. Why are we giving – why are we allowed to give input when they are under the gun and don't have you. a lot of time? I totally hear you. Again, right. not our fight though, right? Because I, I don't even like me at the hot dog stand, by the way. But I didn't even mention that. But anyway, keep okay. going. Okay. You're too kind. Too phallic. Well, it's, it doesn't, you know, it is. You, it is. Was it Wiener? It is what it is. Sends the wrong message. It, they were just getting over the bad taste of the Wiener Circle. Right. Yeah. You know, now they're going to bring it back again. Hey, what's with this moulin yawn and the hot dogs? <laughs> Freeze frame. <laughs> That's me in the opening credits. Yeah. <laughs> Saying a racial slur? Yeah. yeah, no, I'm glad they didn't go in that well, direction. Well, that was Wiener Circle's whole thing, man. They loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they said Moulin uh, so, they, so The company's not able to so, swing what he wants. Well, so, right. So Q wants this Staten Island map behind his head. My which, one request. Which, well. is kind of, which is kind of clunky. It it's clunky. It, it's not very Here eye go. I mean, I know, look, Q, I know that you love Staten Island. Yeah, yeah, Staten, yeah. Like, I love Breaking Bad. is one of my favorite shows. I love sure. pizza. But it would be a little weird if in the opening credits for Breaking Bad, like a slice of pizza just floated by. It just didn't make any sense have a map behind your head. Well, what were the opening credits of Breaking Bad? It was just the the, the elements, the uh, the table, the the. It was very quick. Too. Yeah, it was very it was quick. Okay, ten seconds. Fine. Bad, I'm still waiting to see why it's funny though. So what happened was no, 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 why, this he, is would, why he would use like no, no, he's, funny. Oh no, 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 this is a different one. This, oh, okay. this is an unrelated so, issue. So I was gonna say because I was like, Q, I was like, holy shit! I was like, I have to go to fucking no, 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 no. So, and I was a little misquoted there too, by the way. But yes, yes, fucking Trump was last night. If I'm going to have to say that he thought the Staten Island map behind him was going to be funny. Can you believe Babyface over here doesn't think a map can get yucks? 
So, so well, we, we, we start we start getting into it on email. Q starts sending emails talking about how you know it, this is our show. How can we not get what we want? And I and I said something the like one request I had and, right. The, and and I wrote back something like. Um, you know, listen, we gave you the Verrazano Bridge. We gave you this. Maybe you just can't win them all. And that, that was not the right thing to say mm-hmm. to Q. And then we started getting into it on text. And then my favorite line that Q texted me that night, that you could fill a book with our text messages that night, mm-hmm. was, uh, Simi, you're shaking a hornet's nest. That was my favorite line. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of alpha dogs in the Jokers, huh? Yeah, I got four of them. Well, well I, I, I'm talking <laughs> we don't really about, flex I'm talking about much. the whole, uh, the whole uh, ensemble. Yeah, what do you mean? You just, mean like even even behind the scenes, are there a lot of alpha dogs? Still? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think I, I, <laughs> the, fucking, I think like a, like a shelter full of alpha dogs. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, I think honestly, I think it's a great team, and everyone really works together well. They're, they're you know, they're just like that right. was a, that was a bump, and it was fine, and it, we got past it. But um, well, I remember like yeah. the, from my perspective was this was still to be fair in the in the in the dog whip days. You understand mm-hmm. when we were used to just catching shit all the time, right? And and we like, for instance, the only time we ever threatened to walk off the show was when they promised to put the Twitter handles. You weren't there for this. this no, was I was. Oh, no, you were. Wait, yeah, I, I I was. That was one of your, that was one of our fights about the Twitter handles in Act Four. It was such a stupid little thing. Are you sure? No, that, no. We're talking, oh, we're talking about different ones. We're talking about something else. This it was wasn't Act that. Four. You're right. It was the Twitter handles in general. In general, right? That was show. before me. We were. Prom- you wanted them. We well, we were promised them. Right. And then the premiere was coming up, and they were saying, "Well, we're not going to put them in." You mean like popping up in the graph when we go when we go on? At the time, we had just started touring, so we were like, "Look, the Twitter is going to help us build the touring and blah blah blah." So they so true had uh, not true. It, people over there were trying to pull it. Because is that what's a hashtag going to mean in twenty years and all this stuff going on? So they're worried oh, so about, about reruns the, of Jokers. Reruns of Jokers in twenty thirty. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Always thinking ahead. Right. Oh, so it's you going to run? It's going to run like the honeymooners. <laughs> so we had every threatened. New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> Memorial Put them Day. On, Joe. Hey, you know what? <laughs> so far. So far, it is though. <laughs> That's true. Um, so we were. So the only time that we were able to really, the only way we were able to pull that off is just by threatening to walk off the show. We were literally like, if it doesn't air next week with the Twitter handlers, we're walking off the show. With the Twitter handles, we're walking off the show. And that was. Just before Simi came. So that's what I meant by the shaking the hornet's nest thing because I was like – but I was also in a very bad mood. In fairness, I do remember you saying – when I said um, you can't win them all, you said something like, you know how many times I've I've lost in this battle with you guys? And I was like, wait, this is a new – let's start a new relationship. And that's when when things started getting better. You should come to – if you ever – you know, if it ever turns out you – you know, you move on. You want to go. comic book men? There's no alpha dogs. It's all fucking <laughs> lap dogs. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's just, the we, Zeta. We just, we just, we just, whatever. Like crumb falls down. We, I mean, we must scurry and try to push each other out of the way for it. But you know, it's a, a sly look. And you'll get whatever you want. <laughs> like a threatening yeah. hand up. Yeah. So what do you yeah. want to say? I'll say it. You, you need to work on a show where people have absolutely no power whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a lot of power. We, we don't. We I don't. will say, I think I, we're about to start season six. I think the relationship's great. And you, great. and honestly, like, I, I would, I, I'm telling the truth here. Like, it's a great team. It is. And the four of them really are great to work with. I mean, we've gotten into it, but that's only because we're both passionate about the show. And, yeah. and, and you know, it, it always ends in respect. And the, the last fight wasn't even about our show. 
But it was uh, – but so the map one was a little bit like I was just left over from like just getting it from the network up the ass for fucking two years straight. I like how, what, you, sh- I like how you shrunk from I'm going to win this battle to yeah, – I'm no, not going to win really that. You thought you were, that you were, he was going to lose? Yeah, I, I, don't, I just said that. There's not – I lost the battle already. There's another one. What was the uh, – what, what did the graphic eventually turn out to be? Just a blue sky. Oh, it was just a blue sky. It's Q standing there in front of a hot dog, um, that, you know, cart, and then right. the blue sky behind him, which makes mm. sense. It's not make a lot. So of it wasn't sense. like a big Ange mural or something. No, 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 no. And then, and then, do you remember what broke that? Broke the argument on the phone on that one? Yeah. No. Because you got upset that I was cursing. Do you no. This? That is what happened. I, I, there's no way I got. Oh, dude. Maybe, we're, we're, if you were like fuck you, I might have been. No, 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 no. I was, I was like fuck this, fuck that. Because you know I want to get angry. Blah blah blah. No, I would never. I would uh, never. My anger yeah. be like go fuck yourself. But but you had said something to me like stop. Would you just fucking stop cursing and stuff like that? And then I was like holy fuck, I am cursing a lot. And then I was like ah, I was like I'm sorry, Sam. I was like. It's a fucking firehouse talk. Like I get angry, we all curse at each other, right. and the fucking. And you were like, "No, I'm not." And then you go, "Look, I'm not saying I'm not a man. I can't take it. I'm just." You were just like, "You're just cursing a lot," <laughs> and then that sort of broke the, the argument, and moved on. Yeah. So you didn't want to be viewed as like a lady having delicate sensibilities. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have uh, any psychology uh, um, courses and backgrounds? My, my wife's a psychologist, so I. Uh, you must talk to her about Q all the time. I do. Right? Yeah. No. It's great. <laughs> Chance, Q. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing you like a fiddle, man, like a fucking fiddle. I really am. And I got, I got three young daughters. Charlie so I'm Daniel good. wrote a song about that. I <laughs> uh, there's, the, I've heard stories, uh, and I wouldn't have thought it at first, but as time has gone on, I guess I can imagine it. Sal being sort of a diva. Uh, like, Sal's very divish, huh? I don't know, Q, you'd know better than me. Um, <laughs> Nobody wants to commit. <laughs> Sal is very particular. Yeah. He does. He likes things his way. And if he does not, he's all right when he doesn't get his way. So I'm trying to, I'm not, I'm not trying to be delicate. I'm trying to word it in a way that it's understood. Like if Sal feel he feels he's right, you're wrong. Right. No, no matter what. There's no margin of error. There's there. a zero margin of error. And that's when dealing with everybody on the show, that's what you have to deal with with Sal. If he's late, if he's two hours late to set and you display annoyance about it, you're just as bad as the traffic that made him get late. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like there's no part of him that's just like, oh, man, I, I held up. I, like, I'm sorry. It was like, well, what the fuck did you want me to do? I mean, that's right. Sal's leave, leave earlier. You can't say that, that to Sal. Yeah. yeah, that that you can't say to Sal. So that that Sal's Piccadillo. I'll say. I mean, one thing that's always impressed me is that you guys like. It seems like I don't know. Maybe maybe this is just on the surface, but it seems like the four of you like put out fires in terms of fights amongst the four of you very quickly. Very quickly. You know, it's. I mean, you guys spend so much time together, the four of you, and I've seen I've seen moments where you guys sort of snip at each other, and then it just quickly diffuses. And I've always been impressed by that. Yeah, it's it's, it's ha- it has to. Yeah. What the fuck else are you gonna do? Yeah, but you look at how many you know uh, bands have broken up. You know, people spend too much time together, and I feel like you guys you guys have been able to make it work. Yeah, it's been pretty good. It's actually, actually, we, we, I would say right now is the best we've been in three years. That's great. Like we've, we really kind of, uh, we sat down, we, we had like a, like a Metallica, some kind of monster. Sit. Your down. wife came in to fuck immediately. <laughs> no, not, not with anything like that. Just like the Dr. four of us sat down and like opened the floodgates in terms of 
frustrations and, and hashed everything out. We Was it have. the trust tree like anyone could say anything they wanted or yes. do, do you think people held back? Nobody. Yeah. I can guarantee you nobody, nobody fucking held back. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, we walked away from it uh, a stronger, tighter unit. Maybe that's what we should do. We get a season seven. We have some kind of monster thing, and we. Uh, oh, are we in need of one? I, I thought we were. Uh, I thought everybody was on a good. Uh, no, I mean, we could just go field. after Mike and Ming. I think you just use it as an excuse. But how's like it different from anything? That's an episode. <laughs> Why would you yeah. waste that off camera? That's true. Yeah. So Joe's the most reasonable. Hugh, maybe. Well, Joe's the, the most reasonable. But, you know, it all goes in waves. Like, there are times where Joe's reasonable, or there are times where Joe's not reasonable. And same thing, same thing with you. I feel like it just depends on how emotional you guys are about what, you know, yeah. the topic at hand. Um, has anyone, yeah. has anyone tried to, pr- uh, like, push any agendas? That's uh, what happens with shows. Like, people get, like, uh, like, I know Joe's into, like, the anti bullying thing. Yeah. I mean, but I haven't seen that on the show. No. But I know if, like, they've asked us to not wear tenderloin shirts. They've asked us not to wear Tell Them Steve Dave shirts, but uh, we've just ignored it. Why no Tell Them Steve Dave shirt? I, I, I think it was – We just it, hate the show. It, was that? We just hate it. Yeah. No, I think it was because it, was, it wasn't you, It wasn't the executive. It was the ads department. They're like, well, why are we selling ads if you guys are advertising your own stuff for free? It was like this whole thing. We just ignored it and it went away. Right. For the most part – for the most part, the network's a dream to work with these days. Yeah. Like it really is. It's- it kind of makes for a boring podcast interview, but but, yeah. but, but 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 honestly, there's not a lot of drama between us. I mean, I feel yeah. like um, the truth is we we um, we don't ask them to stop sort of pushing that stuff. If you know, Q wants to do something about the firehouse, we'd love to do something yeah. about the firehouse because it's the show is them. I mean, it's real. It really is who they are. So if it's Staten Island maps aside, exactly. Yeah. Nonsensical Staten Island <laughs> graphics. Like, do you look back and think like, Oh God, why was that a, no, I, I, go to the I, 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 I still, that's still, that's still deep inside. You're hoping yeah. in a next Lego season coming no, up. No, I've given graphics. up now. And now I just season seven, we're just going to have a big Staten Island map over your face. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I'd be but right they, I mean, they do like they they miss no opportunity to let the viewer know that they love Staten Island. Oh yeah, that they're from Staten Island, shoving Staten Island down your throat. Yeah, like nobody cares, <laughs> right? <laughs> and all four of you, right? I mean, is it, I feel like all four of you are pretty passionate. Yeah, right? well, yeah, well, because it gets such a bad rap. Mm-hmm. Is it a challenge now going into season six to pull off uh, challenges and not? Have everybody know who the fuck they are now? Yeah, it's kind of amazing that like that more people don't in those moments. And we always people ask about that all the time. People on Twitter are asking about that today. It's just I think part of it, I was talk, I've talked to Pete McParland, who's the showrunner. We talk about this all the time that it seems like part of it's the fact that if you watch the show, they go one at a time, right? They're usually not all four of them out there. So you know, if Q's shopping, you know, if he's in the the you know the produce section of, of Fairway, and even if you know the show, it might take you a little while to to realize that it's him, as opposed to seeing all four of them together. So I think out of context, some people don't they just don't pick up on it. Um, I don't know. And there's something about New York that people just don't seem there's, to care. There's well, there's so many tourists on yeah. a Seven Mile Island. It's like seventeen mile. How long is Manhattan? It's pretty, it's pretty like long. So anyway, we we can get into the other stuff later. It's it's. What do you want? Do you want to pitch shows? You want to? What oh, do you want, what I don't do, know if I could do it now. I didn't know. <laughs> because that, Simi's but. Jewish. Well, you can't pick to, pitch to a Jewish well, guy. Are you the kind of? No, uh, are well, you the, the, rough. the kind of Jewish person that like you won't turn on a light on Saturdays, or uh, you will do that? I, I actually wouldn't, but that doesn't. Does that preclude you guys from pitching a show you about would, turn, oh, using electricity have, on Shabbat? My brother-in-law, he works for a cable company, uh-huh. and if he said that there's a certain 
Certain people will call and be like, "My TV doesn't work." Yeah, have them come out, and they'll turn the TV on because it works. And I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, oh yeah. And they're like, they it's find, called being a Shabbos goy. They find ways. What is to it get called? Their TV being on. a Shabbos goy. A goy is a non-Jew, and Shabbos Shabbat is like the the Jewish Sabbath. So it's like a non-Jew who can. Some people, I mean, I wouldn't do this, but some people, you know, will find someone who isn't Jewish who lives in the apartment next door and ask them to turn on a light or turn That's on. That's what TV. I've heard. Like, yeah, there's, all, there's know, a workaround. Yeah, there's a lot, like, of, a lot of loopholes in this. Practical Jokers is on, man. How the fuck am I going to watch it? You got to get. It's not. I. It's not. It's probably frowned upon in Judaism. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that if we need. A, I'm. Everyone has different levels of observing. You know, different religions. For us, I mean, if if you know, if a light's off and we need it on, I'd I'd, I'd just turn it on. But I, I. We we generally speaking, try not to and try to Why abide you just by keep it. Keep it on all the time. Though, we, that, well, that's what we, you guys must. You're making. Oh, I'm rolling. Your wife is a psychologist. I mean, why would you have to turn a light off ever? Rolling and we just keep lights on all the time. Right? Yeah. I guess the, the only fear would be the, the light bulb will burn out. Well, I have Alexa that I go, Alexa, all lights on and the lights That's, come on. Would you be allowed to do that? You have what? Like, you on. know the, the, the Amazon uh, voice assistant, oh, Alexa? Yeah? I, my lights are hooked up to her. So uh-huh. if I go, Alexa, lights yeah. on, the lights come oh, on. Yeah, I, 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 I saw them do it. Yeah. That yeah. still would be turning it on. I think that would be what turning it on. Your actions are really? turning it on. Exactly, because you're, you're, right, you're, you're initiating the, the, the spark, I guess. And that's just Saturday? Uh, yeah, it's Friday night and Saturday. It's, it's from sundown on Friday until an hour after sundown on Saturday every week. Huh. Yeah. And then the Taurus is nothing about Alexa, though. There's no, there's no d- mention. D- does, doesn't mention Alexa or the clapper or anything else. So life is actually a little easier for you on Saturdays in the winter. It slows down, yeah. Because it's darker at 4 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's stressful leaving work because, like, if we have, like, a deadline to meet and it's 3 o'clock, I just got to get out of there because I, you know, it, that's, like, that's one thing I won't mess with. Like, I'm definitely home by that time. Because it gets you out of work early. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Exactly. I'm with and it's you. great. I mean, you, you sh- I mean, imagine not using your, your iPhone for 25 hours. It's pretty great. I mean, it's, it's, there's, right. and, and the family, like, I, again, I married, we got three kids and it's nice to, to know that every Friday night, no matter what, and no matter how crazy my life is, I'm going to be sitting there with them and it's going to be quiet. So there's definitely some nice things about it. Hmm. You, you guys are thinking about it, huh? I'm it's, thinking about it converting. It sounds pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, so but, sweet. yeah, but if the TV's not on though. Mm-hmm. Well, then you got to talk to each other. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, there's the you're staying Christian. There's the rub. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, no, I mean, but like after everybody goes to bed, though, like you know, then you're like, well, you're kind of bored. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, like, you, you, I would like the TV on Thursday night. Then make sure it just stay right. on. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big Mets fan, so I've missed some major moments oh, in like that, the World that, Series. That kind of and yeah, yeah. So oh. you know, that's where could you like you could like handle. You can, yeah. I mean, or you could, you know, God might leave a TV on in the basement, that sort of thing, and just right. happen to walk by. So there, there's, <laughs> that is, I mean, like, oh, who God, would, did I leave that on again? <laughs> yeah. That's got to be like some major league cheating, though, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's all again, it's all in the loopholes. If you're not technically turning it on, but you know, people would say it's you, not in the spirit like, does, of the. Does, Sabbath. You have like a sort like where Christianity has like a confession. Would you have like a rabbi you confess to? You like I, I left the TV on purpose. No, was on. no, yeah. just you know. So you, so you don't even. Oh, so there's no repercussions. Yeah, it's more just between you and the man upstairs, I guess. But could yeah. you could you set a timer to go on? You could, you could. It's so it's people do that, and people right. put you know we set timers on our lights uh, in the house. That sort that of thing. That makes sense. Okay, um, but it's because well, you also have kids, so safety is yeah, a concern. Exactly. Right. So if it's if it's safety related, like I will use like, like for instance, we have a, we just bought a house, so we have an alarm on the house. Like I always like on on Shabbat, I'll set the alarm, even though it's electricity, just because it's you know it's for safety. That sort right. of thing. So it's it, again, everyone does it case by case. And okay. you've always been religious since you were young, yeah. since a kid. Yes, yeah, since I'm a kid, it's always been the same, the same level, pretty much. Hmm. And there's there's people, you know, there are plenty of religious Jewish people who would listen to this and say like, oh, he's you know, he's not religious if he does this. And there are other people who would say, oh, he's crazy religious because he does that. So it just it just varies. Wait, 
judgmental religious people? No. Yeah. No, I refuse to believe it. <laughs> believe it or not. Um, so you don't feel comfortable well, maybe pitching? Maybe Brian read it. I, I, you you can. I, I got my own stuff to read. Comedy. Guy, well, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I like, work at a comedy network. If you got a comedy show, Brian then pitch asked, it. Brian said, "Come up with let's say what was the scenario? Like I said, one of the jokers passes away, yeah. and we need to fill <laughs> we need to fill the roster. We had that. Remember with the Gator punishment? We we had those conversations. That's right. There was a conversation. If I died, um, what would they do? We, we literally we had, we had I was on calls with our legal team because we had a punishment for Q let off season three. In Miami, where he where he had to wrestle a backpack off yeah, of an alligator, sure. yeah, and we and we had conversations with our legal team, and they they on the call they were like, okay, so if Q gets eaten by the alligator, and, and what well, are we going to do? Like well, legitimate I mean, questions. Legit. I mean, the question really is, the show could never survive if they die on screen. Mm. They die like Twilight it. Zone, oh, it'd be were, so much better. Well, like, we just wouldn't air that one. We could keep going, right? Yeah. <laughs> but like, he, but he was saying, let, we, we would we would pitch. Um, like, okay, we, we would make a play for, to fill that roster spot using the up. remaining three guys. So I die. Not you. Well, well, let's go with me because it's funnier that way. Okay. So I die, and then you're pitching shows that the other three guys can do, or no, just no, no. to take like, that we, time we're, slot. We're going to come in with. We're going to be the, the Joker. F- we're going to f- try to fill your. Oh, okay, all right. Void left behind. Like this, this, these okay. are ideas that like I would come with, and I'd be like, "Hey guys, I'm the new Joker. Okay. Here are my ideas." Because you guys come up with ideas, right? Right. It's not all that Casey Jost character, right? <laughs> right. I can't imagine that. Okay. All right. So you have okay. So potential Joker. Bits, and, and, challenges. Now, if he, and if he says these and he uses any of them, and you use any of them. Yeah, we might be in some legal problems there. It'll be uh, all right. Just throw him some – just throw him a check. Yeah, yeah like send, send me a shirt or something. All right, sounds Like good. an old Wiener Circle <laughs> shirt that didn't sell. <laughs> all right, so you can't how – many, how many bits did you go up with? Oh no! The whole book is I just I, I just made three. I thought three okay. would be three would be good. This is good because this is what we do with Simi. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so uh, so I come in and I'm like, all right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna do a show. Where each of us has to man like a suicide hotline. Yeah. People calling in and like, we're going to say to Sal, like, like somebody calls in and they're like, Hey, my, I'm really down, man. Life is dark. Like my six year old just died of leukemia. And Sal has to keep saying, I know how you feel. And then come up with like, then you give him something like, I know how you feel, but something that's not even on par with like, uh, so it's like, I know I, I got stuck in traffic for a half hour or like, uh, he's like, um, He's the, the the woman's like, oh my my kid died of leukemia, and Sal's like, I, I I know exactly how you feel. I was at the Starbucks and some tweens were making fun of my muffin top, you know, <laughs> like something, <laughs> like something like that, right? Well, you know, speaking of somebody who works at a comedy network, you you had me at you had me at my son died of leukemia. And, you know, you can just feed them inappropriate stuff and whoever gets to the person yeah. to stay on the line the longest without hanging up, okay. I guess they would win, all right? Well, you want to you take these one by one, Simi, or you? Oh, I don't know. It's, I, you can't get better than that. <laughs> no, you might be able to. Well, that's, um, but, you, you, but you know that's not going to go. No. Oh, is that the idea for the whole well, series? Is it you guys just you answering a suicide? That's just one bit. But no one's, you don't know for sure someone's going to call up and say that. About their child. Yeah, I mean, it's got a couple other problems. So that's yeah, one but, of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you don't know that that's going to be someone's going to actually call and say that's why they're calling the hotline. Right. It yeah, could but be, it could be something. It could be something else incredibly depressing. It could just be like I broke up my girlfriend. Uh huh. It may not be that heavy. They're reaching out for help though, and yeah. you're and you're trying to one up them with lame ass shit. Yeah. Well, mm. Yeah, that's Brian's scenario. Yeah. Right. 
Sounds like that's where he's going with that. Okay. All right. Well, you got the gist of it. I don't that's think that good. one's going to fly. You don't like that one? A couple okay. of issues. Yeah, I well, got- one, it's, uh, there's no camera on the suicidal person, so you don't get to see them kill themselves mm. if they do. Yeah. You do it on you Skype. Make him smile and say do, do they do Skype suicide hotlines? Yeah. Uh, Probably not. I don't know, but I bet you see a lot of hot tattoo jicks if you do. Uh, yeah. A right. lot of like older, lonely guys. Do you have tattoos and you don't have tattoos? I don't know. Are you not allowed, allowed to? to have uh, I think you're not supposed to. It's not my thing anyway. I'm, I, right. I have low you tolerance of pain. In a, in a cemetery, if you have tattoos. I don't know if that. I think they, again, loopholes. I, I think I they're. My, one of my best friends is Jewish. She said that to me. Oh, yeah? yeah. Sunday Jeff. Sunday Jeff. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, it's not my thing, though. Yeah. But, but go, Sunday Jeff. He's not. He's not. Yeah, he's not as uh, practicing. He doesn't practice like. Um, he turns shit on right and left on <laughs> yeah. Saturdays. On Saturday, that's for sure. <laughs> on Saturday, yeah, he he's he turns the TV and radio mm-hmm. like. You're not even supposed to drive a car, right? Yeah, no, yeah, we don't, he works we don't drive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how old are the kids? The, uh, my kids? Yeah, pretty uh, young, right? Eight, five, and two. So are they still in the phase where they're not rebelling against that yet? Not yet. No. But you see that coming? I th- I think what's I. What worries me is, you know, growing up, like we didn't have iPhones. And so, but, but the notion of, so for us, it was a matter of like, you can't pick up the phone. You know, you can't take the phone off the wall and make a call. But now it's like your whole life is your, is your phone. Right. So I, I think that's going to be hard to, it's going to be a hard battle. They have a lot of friends who, uh, who also do this on Saturday or yeah. there a lot of friends who don't do this. Both, you know, they, they have, yeah, they have both. Again, it's, friends. it's really just my eight year old, my, my, you know, five year old and two year old are, you mm-hmm. know, a little too young for it. But. So when we get into the future where they're like putting chips, Inside your eyes, right, and stuff like that. It's going to be some issues. I don't, already, you know, when when we deal with it in hotels, because hotel rooms there aren't really keys; it's all key cards, right? So they're they're oh, that's all electronic. So like that's a good example of people people who are much more religious than I am. Just keep their they'll just keep it open. They'll just leave and like, they'll leave the latch open um, and just hope for the best. So you got the, the key is to find out where those people are staying and then take all wow. the shit. <laughs> um, but for us, if we're if we're away on the Sabbath and you know we'll just we'll use the key card because it's just again there's 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 just no way around it. Yeah, and other people would say, well, there's a way around it, but we just don't think it's a smart way. Yeah, right. so it's those kinds of things that that I think are going to get harder in the future for sure. I feel like we're sort of steering away from Yeah, let's get back to suicide hotline. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this next one, this would be a, like a joker on joker challenge. Isn't that what they call it? Yep. Yes, that's when uh, that's when only two of us go. Right. So two of you are Time in a, um, say, uh, Sal and Joe, right, mm-hmm. are in a, in a bathroom stall together. And there's a glory hole. And some guy comes on the other side. <laughs> I feel like you're not taking this exercise seriously. <laughs> you're the one that, that came up with this. <laughs> right. And on the other side. It, so it's like how – what's his name? Uh, uh, Candy Camera did the naked Candy Camera. Yeah, this could be Jokers After Dark. Right. Okay. Right. All right. And they're in a bar where like a glory hole wouldn't be like shocking, right? Right. So what you guys have to do is like – remember like when you went to the mall and you're like – which one of us is is worse looking or yeah. whatever? It would be like that. Like you would undermine each other's blowjob skills. Wait, we actually would- gotta blow people? <laughs> well, no. It, it it ends when the when it comes through. Like he's like, I picked that guy, and then, and then it comes through. You, you can. Oh, tie so we it gotta out. make the you case gotta- for why our glory hole should be the one that's why, penetrated. Why? Yeah. They're side by side. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Simi, you want to feel this one? I sure. Um, I, I didn't think I'd say this, but can we go back to the suicide hotline? <laughs> All right, I got one more. All right. This is a punishment. You have to go into uh, a grocery store. Like, you know how, like at Costco or something, they give away like a, like a Vienna sausage or whatever, mm-hmm. little samples. One of the guys has to set up in a, like a, a highly ethnic neighborhood. 
and they're promoting a new bleach called White Power, mm-hmm. and they have to <laughs> and, and they have to try to get someone to buy. So it. you want to? <laughs> so what is the idea that you're trying to do here, Brian? Are you trying to make it so? You would never pitch Simi a game like like how is how is this making Simi eager to work with you? Well, you on would text a, on a future, on and you'd be like, "Oh, he was just kidding around." <laughs> Those weren't real ideas. So you got that? He's got Hitler. He's got any Semitic stuff? At least mine's just like- no, no, it's not. That that third one sounds like the kind of stuff we've actually done on the show. We've done white power. Well, we in a black neighborhood. Well, maybe not quite that. You could far. say that to a white person to see how they react. Uh huh. Um, but but we, uh, we've, you guys sometimes push the line a little bit. I mean, maybe see, not to see? that level. All right. So he, he, he wants to squash it. I, yeah. I, I said when I first – when I heard that right there, I was just like <laughs> that to me sounds like it would be uh, a gag because it's – you know, it brings up all the uncomfortableness uh-huh. of the guys having to like, you know, kind of like right. pretend they don't understand the connotation of the of the, of the brand. Sure. Name. And like, you know, having to play the oblivious uh-huh. Joker. Well, how about, th- how about this? Q, it takes place in Staten Island. Now, what do you think? Okay, that's good. Sounding better? I mean, I don't even think anyone would look sideways. No, yeah. Staten, Staten Island, Island might not even notice. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, cool, I'll take some. So, all right. So you think that we can get that white power joke, white power bleach through? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. I did, just to be clear. Not here for Jokers After Dark. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's. I think it's it, right. of the three. It was the one that that. Um, yeah, but it still felt, felt a little far away, a little off off brand. I had an, an alternate in practical coroners. Okay, like what you, do you, you pretend you're a coroner, and you have like you know when you have students around, right? And the guys tell you to say stuff to the corpse, or you or you claim the corpse is your mom. The cadaver. Could we get away with a fake corpse underneath a thing, or do you have to see the corpse? You would want to see a little bit of it. Because they're not going to have a sheet they're on it. They're not going to let show a corpse. Even like a, let's say, uh, like a Walking Dead looking corpse. They look good. Yeah, but then you, what do you mean? Oh, like a. Made up, makeup. Yeah, just makeup. Tom oh, Sabina. I don't know, Sim. Could we do that? Maybe. So how would it, how would it play out exactly? So we're teaching a course. We're, we're the professors in an autopsy course. Yeah, like mm-hmm. say like a. A Quantico. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Now you're in down in the FBI headquarters. <laughs> I mean, I fought like a local. All right, so CSI has a uh, College of Staten Island has a uh, mortician's course, mm-hmm. and then we have a fake dead body set up, or even better, one of the one jokers of the is the body mm-hmm. on the on the table. Shenanigans ensue. Mm-hmm. Right. Could we get away with that? Um, yeah, I could. See, I could see. I mean, it's a little like we did a CPR bit right a few years ago. It's a little more morbid, but. Um, you could probably do something in a coroner's office. I don't know about the Joker being the corpse because that's more of like jump out and yell boo. It doesn't seem like our show so much, right? You see what I deal with? Mm-hmm. This is what he does with all these jokes. Sorry, you know what? You know, funny. Let's just do a kid. I gave you four solid fucking bits. <laughs> all right. What do you yeah, got? I mean, I'll just stay on comic book, man. Fuck it. All right, so, well, you got you to hit me up with something. Don't okay. worry about the fact that I'm Jewish. All right. No, it's you know, it's not bad in that way, but it, it does now. You're you're sound like you're uh, you're hard to please. Oh yeah, because uh, I didn't say yes to the suicide hotline <laughs> comedy hour. <laughs> well, well, Brian, that makes me tough. This, this idea spun out of Brian asking me to come up with um, impractical Joker um, scenarios. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I was trying to come up with something where, like, um, you guys were given high colonics, but it, I couldn't figure it out. Right. And then something else, I had this other idea 
of a show based kind of like Unpractical Jokers, but each week it's a different it's a different contestant pool, mm-hmm. and the uh, challenges are always the same, but oh, there's just twists on them. And it could be produced by the Jokers. It could be like from, you know, Impractical Jokers, Brewster's show. And it was, I'm taking the name from an old bit we did on Tom Steve Dave called Are You Worse Than Hitler? Okay. So it would be a challenge-based game show where a pool of five new players every week are given a series of four tasks to complete until four players are eliminated and one person remains to become, you know, the, the champion of that of that. That episode. episode. Does that person have to prove that they're worse than Hitler? That's, say, these are that's the a challenges. tall fucking order. <laughs> well, it's a name only. Where's I mean, the, obviously, right. we, we're just using the title because you've, you've heard that phrase, are you worse than Hitler? Yeah, I've heard, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with the phrase. <laughs> Hitler, I've, yeah, I've heard of this guy. Does <laughs> it have anything to do with, the, with, the, with what the show is, though? Well, well it's right. what we're going into here. Sure. <laughs> if the producers, which, I, which be you, sure. when you take this on, yep. feel the show works better if everyone but the contestants are in on the joke. Mm-hmm. I'm open to that too. Like, so like we just, the contestants, I'm glad, I'm glad that you're flexible. <laughs> the contestants. Six think months that, from now, I see Walt screaming in the phone. <laughs> poor Simi. <laughs> Why isn't there a swastika behind? It's going to be a map of New Jersey behind me or nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the contestants think they're going out in the real world uh-huh. and, and trolling, you know, pe- like, like what the guys do. Yeah. But it's really a reverse. It's a reverse. So they're going out and, mm-hmm. they, the, but they, but everybody's in on the joke. You mm-hmm. just get higher mm-hmm. actors. Or anything. Like we have a show that's a lot like that, actually, on True. It's they un- I like famous, this. Right? Uh, famous. <laughs> famous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. So now you're just stealing ideas. And re- oh, wait a minute. I don't know if Famous has done this one yet. So every week these <laughs> are Famous mention Hitler. Four <laughs> challenges. They work in a hot dog joint in Chicago <laughs> called the Winter Circle. And they, and they escalate. Uh-huh. Challenge one would be called the Are You Worse Than Bernie Madoff Challenge. Okay. Where um, – and every week that challenge is based on scamming. Mm-hmm. So the first week it could be you had a scam, a retirement village. You mm-hmm. had to go door to door and use – your skills in scamming them, and whoever scams the least gets eliminated. Okay. And the old people that they're scamming are real people? It could be. Mm-hmm. It could be. Okay. Right. okay. So this is where you're flexible. The, yeah, the old people want, could be in on it, or... Yeah, or we could go cold, and you just really go into a retirement community and see which... I try to take advantage of seniors. <laughs> you can give them the money back at the end. Uh-huh. That's kind of you. <laughs> and they're digging. It's all for a game, though. And after, and, and after, you know, after they've given over, let's say, their life savings, you could be like, thank God. Uh-huh. You also you helped them out. You're like, don't be so gullible. Yeah, right. Right. What the fuck's the matter with you, asshole? Um, so that's the Bernie Madoff challenge. That's challenge one. Mm-hmm. We eliminate the person who doesn't get the most, whoever gets the least amount of scamming money is eliminated. Right. And mm-hmm. then there were four um, standing. And then we go into, um, are you worse than Jared from Subway Challenge? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Oh, yeah. Um, are you worse? I mean, than, I hope not. <laughs> are you worse than Jared from Subway Challenge? Every week, this challenge is child predator themed. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> so let's say the, on the uh, premiere episode, we get one contestant. Where all the contestants have to go into a Parker playground dressed oddly, quote unquote. Uh huh. Where they they have thick Coke bottle glasses, dirty stained T-shirts, super tight sweatpants, and they must ask and receive permission. From parents to take photos of his or her child on the playground. Seems, oh, seems contest- awfully familiar with describing what this person looks like. Contest- well, he picked me up to come here today. <laughs> Contestant who gets the least amount of photos is eliminated. Then we're three. What a loser! Standing. 
suddenly my ideas seem good. <laughs> yeah. Challenge, and then go to the third challenge. Brian, you got anything else on that? <laughs> Are you worse than Osama bin Laden? Uh, challenge. Uh huh. Every week, this challenge is terror sympathizer themed. Okay. <laughs> week one cont- the, on my on the premiere episode, you have you always have to change the challenge, but always be this theme. Mm. So every week, you know what the themes are. Mm-hmm. Contestants must go door to door or go to a university dressed in Middle Eastern attire and ask for donations for Americans for ISIS Foundation. Whoever gets the least amount of donations Uh is eliminated. So whoever wins the game, whoever wins at the end of the episode, gets sent away to a supermax prison. Is that the idea? No, none of these people. I mean, these are all done. Right. It's tastefully done. This is like who will go – this is a mirror uh, turned on uh, society. Sometimes we see the people who are good. Mm-hmm. And then we see sometimes people who will donate or who will – how far will they go to win the prize money yep. at the end? I'm sure they'll sign a release. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's face is blurred in every episode. So then, there's, then there are two standing. So this is the final challenge, which okay. we get to – always the final challenge is are you worse than Hitler challenge. Sure. And the final challenge is always Nazi-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you can't hear that enough in a pitch. Always. <laughs> the final, the, but no, not just not just in the pilot. Every episode, the final one is Nazi based. You still with me? Is that how you pitch a practical jokers? <laughs> there was a great a great Hitler bit in a practical joke. Was it? One of my it? favorite ones ever. When you guys were acting as caricature artists, and there were people sitting on the other side. Well, and Hitler drawing, eating a banana. It was Hitler eating a banana. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, I think it was Joe we, sitting we, there drawing a picture of a yeah. girl, and then at the show turn, it was Hitler eating a banana. But do you remember the network notes? <laughs> On that, Wait, that were you on my time? Now it was before the my time. note on that was we can't say Hitler. We ha- it was it wasn't what? Hitler eating a banana. It oh, was shit. a dictator eating a banana. Oh, interesting. Because the network didn't want us to say Hitler. It was one of those other dictators with a s- small mustache. Yeah. So you okay. got to think of an entirely new name for your mm. fucking show. <laughs> exactly. no, 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 I don't think this could ever. I think. Don't you think that if this was a web-based series? It would be amazing. Like it would be the talk for maybe for like a month or two. Yeah, I can't see a single flow of this idea. I think it's perfect. Let's just go right. <laughs> put it right <laughs> on TV. <laughs> No, no, you're saying do a web series because you can do anything you want. Yeah, but I think it would. I think it would set the internet ablaze. True, is if you, yes. if you had people who were really like these five contestants were really willing to go and say these things, and if they were in, if they weren't in on the joke, how far are they willing to go to to win? How how far how worse are they willing to be to get the prize money? How much <laughs> is the prize money that you got? Hundred thousand dollars per episode. Per episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's easy, right? Well, Drew's too cowardly to take on this idea. Yeah, I, th- I think <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. It's but see, just like the Joker, you know would, how you are—they are fed lines. Uh-huh. Let's say in the Nazi-based <clears throat> challenge, sure, you have to go to your maybe your you set up a family, all actors, kids, and you have to the two remaining contestants uh-huh. are vying for the, this. Is the, this is the Nazi theme challenge. You have to go in maybe dressed as a Nazi party clown, right? And you have like Jerry Lewis in that movie. Well, like tears for a clown. No, you just have you have you have, you're definitely leaders, no doubt about it. You walk into the house and you, you go step into the house. You got your clown makeup on. Maybe you got some you got some swastikas around your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but who's gonna do this? Like you, you get five desperate people who want to be on TV who are willing to do it for the prize money the- they think is there. I I agree. Oh, so no you don't think this would come out like bum fights where people were like, oh, "How fuck big was bum this? fights for like a month?" Yeah, but then everybody hated everybody to do with bum fights. Like it's like deplorable. Like people were just like, "Fuck those guys." Like what about? I don't we know. tried to watch bum fights. And we couldn't even get through it. What was? Yeah. But where was bum fights? 
Oh, you don't remember no. bump fights? No. It was like uh, oh, early two thousands. No, I think it was oh, even, I yeah, that. late. Yeah, you're probably late. Bump 90s. fights mm-hmm. was you could order a DVD of uh-huh. people who would pay bums to fight each other. They would just go in alleyways, like cockfighting, but just yeah, bums. yeah. They would videotape and then sell a DVD. Oh god! And then yeah. but it wasn't. Mine wasn't even on DVD. It was a tape. It was yeah, a <laughs> and they had so like it was probably late nineties. Steve Irwin was still alive, uh-huh. and they had the Bum Hunter. Oh, okay. yeah. he wasn't involved. No, 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 no. But like. <laughs> in, I mean, that would be fucking crazy. Poor, in poor, between the poor career bum cockfights, they would have this guy called the Bum Hunter who dressed like Steve Irwin. Do you know? You don't yes. remember this? No, he dressed like that. Steve Irwin and he put on a fake Australian accent. Yeah. The Bum Hunter sounds like a porn. And yeah, he right. would and he would go into abandoned villains and late and alleyways. Yeah, and <laughs> bums would be sleeping. Bums, <laughs> hobos, ho- ho- homeless people would be uh-huh. sleeping, and suddenly they'd flick on that light. And then, and it was all real. Yeah. And pe- and you would just see the bums go, like they would be terrified. And then this guy would leap on them. Yeah. And, talk and like about wrestle them. them. Like they were crocodiles <laughs> and tie them up. <laughs> like tie their hands behind their fucking arms. Like, they probably like, thought they were going to be killed or like. Yeah, I mean, it was. And like almost to the one, almost to the bum. They would like they would just get submissive and just stop fighting, and then the guy would stand there after they would trust up and be like, "Now look here, we got this bum," and they would make up a fake history of the bum, and then they would just cut to a bum cockfight. Oh my God, this got to be on YouTube, right? I it, gotta check. Oh yeah, out. it made millions. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, how much did it make? Oh, so much money. Well, how come? Well, that's what I'm saying. So you don't think this could set the? But I think the they lost it all in lawsuits. Lawsuits? How? If it's all actors, and we get the only the five contestants. Because it's assault. we're showing them, they're turning like we're showing them how soulless they are, and how and you know teaching lessons. Like, man, don't always just look for money and fame. Seems a little heavy don't for be us. Push. <laughs> don't 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 sell your soul or sell your um, what's it called? Your um, you know your your ethos. Your morals spirit, yeah. Just for a quick buck, you know. Yeah, but don't you think that? Nazi imagery is going to, but that's why you can't. Well, you can't call it already worse than Hitler then, and that is that is a phrase that's that's bandied about a lot. And also says like like I said when I first said it. I mean, you really shouldn't be using that phrase because there's nothing worse than Hitler. So let's take it out of the lexicon using this game show. Which should be like tell him Steve Dave's first original web series, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Setting the bar pretty high. Yeah. Now first, you're making the first episode. They, like, we can get Ming, Frank, get him, and get him. But if Ming, if Ming starts acting in this manner, you're not going to get another season of Comic Book Man. That could ultimately be. Yeah, but, but but if we get bum, right. but if we get bum hunter money for that month, we could retire on it. Yeah, that's that's bum hunter. Fuck you, money. <laughs> I don't know, but like, but why is it so horrible though? If it's if the only people who are in on it are the contestants, though, and it's almost like a social commentary, though, because you're having a children's party with a Nazi clown. But everybody's in on it, though, except the contestants. So you're giving them the they have to spew this vitriol, this horrible vitriol as the Nazi clown, and they don't, and they're like, are they torn? Are they going to do it? Are they just like you guys? Like, are you going to say this horrible thing? <laughs> it's not as bad as this, but are they are they willing to say like they have index cards? They don't know what they are, and they're the most like racist, ugly things ever. Right, and they have to say it in the course of their clown act. And if they can't do it, if they blink and they're like, "I can't do it," 
then they then you know they lose. And if they and if they do it, then they win. They and then they it, find out that but it was they all. Do, but it was like it, like well, it really shows they win, reward. but they lose because <laughs> the family was all in on it anyway. They were actors paid to do it. But it's like, and, is the reveal like a laughing good time? To who? Well, like, is, it, is, it is it uncomfortable comedy a la The Office, a la like um, – oh, yeah. isn't it all like like watching them squirm and be like, oh my god, can I say these things? Can I do this? But yeah, but well, The Office is a little different because it was scripted. I feel like if like Michael Scott walked in in a Hitler costume, <laughs> at least it was a writer who came up with it. It wasn't an actual person walking into like a nursing like, home and stealing money. money from <laughs> <laughs> I feel I'll like- do it for a hundred for the possibility of a hundred grand. Uh, dude, I feel like funerals with a Z may be our last shot. <laughs> we got, we've got one more. Uh, we were refining it the other day. I, I, uh, I knew I shouldn't have pitched it. No, I, I, think, I knew I think it was, was going to be a tough room. It's a tough room. <laughs> I know, funny. And, holy shit. <laughs> But I mean, it's all about using the. It's all about also like showing people like, yeah, don't use these phrases because you might win a hundred thousand dollars if you do. I was thinking about that. You're literally giving a hundred thousand dollars to the worst piece of shit to on the whoever's show. willing to be the most like Hitler. Yeah, but I mean, but you know that. But you're also going to sympathize with them. Though. You wanted the crowd, the audience, to be sympathizers. Like, no, because they know they're not. You know they're not Nazi sympathizers. You know they're not terrorist sympathizers. You know they're not child predators. They you just know just they just have it in there. They're, they're thrown into the mix, and they're like, "Holy shit, I got to do this, or I don't win." What am I willing to do to win this? Am I willing to sell out on everything I believe in or not? See, all right. Now, that is a great log line, right, for, yeah. for a show. Yeah, if you strip everything else away, yeah. It just feels like – it just feels <laughs> Every like – Every other detail. <laughs> it feels like the examples that you've come up with are not the most saleable. But the idea is saleable. Look at you. Of like – I know, right? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Sir. No, no. Like the that log line's a good one of like what are people willing to sell out? What ideals they're willing to sell out for money? But I just think there's probably better examples than you don't think that it's you don't think that like having to like try to be like the the reactions are hysterical. Well, they're not because oh. you're you're saying that they're faked. Well, we can go with we can go with people who are, are unaware, but I think then you're really I oh, good. So you could send somebody as Hitler going into an actual Jewish family and seeing how that works. Is that the idea? <laughs> it's a, it's a Jew- get, that one you can never you can never have someone. Cold. Don't be insensitive, Simi. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's realistic. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, guys. Sorry. I don't know if I. Uh, I don't. That one, the clown one, has to be the, that has to be set up where only the contestants are oblivious to mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah. But then, and it just—it's a mirror. Like you, sh- you shine. Like oh, I <laughs> won. I haven't mentioned you. Did, what did I? Well, at what cost did I win? Mm. So you have to live with yourself and your hundred thousand dollars in cash. But everyone's yeah. like, "What a piece of shit!" And he's like, "At least I got a hundred grand <laughs> <laughs> after taxes." Right, let's make it something more 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 digestible. It's, like ten million. It, let's, no, let's make it. Let's let's make it ten thousand. Uh huh. That's not a lot. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to adjust the creative. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to be a monster. Forget what I said before. Monster. Take, make, make the money last. 
Huh. But even like you don't think I know like terrorism is a, is a is a important. It's issue. in right now. <laughs> but like if you go, if you go up and you don't think like going up and being like, hey, I'm 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 trying to get donations for America's for for ISIS, right? And you have to like sell it and be like, can I get a dollar? Can I get? Yeah, but something? you only have one reaction. The reactions are going to be great. That's where the that's where the that's the humor. That's where you're like, are you kidding me? No, I don't know. You're going to get people who just kind of look horrified and say, no, thanks, I'm not interested in walking away. I feel like that's the thing with Joker's is that it's more. I think the absurdity is what makes Joker you know you have I don't know if, it, if it's that heavy I just kind of feel like someone soliciting for ISIS takes a real risk of like getting beaten <laughs> yes <that too. laughs> right. well then everybody in the park is in on it then and they have to like they have to like, convert, like... they have to chase the predator <laughs> <laughs> through the park they're like get him <laughs> that'd be amazing <laughs> I'd watch that I'd watch it <laughs> uh all right. Well, what about this? Funerals with a Z. This is our la- <laughs> this is our last shot. <laughs> so, do you take uh, pictures of the network or no? Yeah, yeah I mean, you not do. like this, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I didn't even know that about you. I yeah. didn't know you took pictures. Yeah. So you you like somebody somebody's agent will set up a meeting mm-hmm. with with True. Yeah. And how did why do they pick you to go into? Because I mean, it's not just you, right? There's a team. So how do they? Which ones get assigned? So it depends on. So often they go through the vice president, the VPs. So I'm an executive producer. So okay. Angel, for instance, is my Angel. boss, um, right. and she's a VP. So she has, you know, she's worked with the VP level. Usually they work more with the managers and the agents. So right. they they um, depending on who those agents and managers have a relationship with, I'll send it to different people. Sometimes a pitch will come in through Marissa, right. and she'll just say, "Oh, I think Simi would be good to take this," okay. or "I think someone else would be good okay. to take this." Yeah. So funerals with a Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like it's right. We were trying mind. to refine it yesterday. We were sitting around talking. Walt says. Um, you go out on your like man on the street type interview, and you're like, "Hey, did you did you hear Vanilla Ice died?" And then you get that person's reaction. And, and, and you tell them like, "We're getting some sound bites for tonight's news." Okay, I'm um, with such and such news. We're getting some sound bites. You know, man on the street reactions to the news today. They're like, "Oh, I didn't hear it." Well, it's a death every week. Okay. Or maybe a couple of deaths a show. It couldn't. But yeah, like, it's not just one. one not couldn't just, carry. Yeah, these are just like Danny. I know you guys probably want to move away from some of these. D-list guys, but like or C-list, I shouldn't say. Mm-hmm. That's I didn't I'm sorry, Vanilla. I apologize, <laughs> Robert Finwinkle. You know, like you know, people who like people who are instantly recognizable to the public, so uh-huh. they have will have a reaction like Bonaduce right. or uh, a tone look was a backup. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> if you just say, "Hey, you know, did you hear the news today? Uh, he passed away. Can we get your feelings on this?" You know, because people did it with Bowie. Mm-hmm. He would be too big for this, though. Yeah. And, um, and it would be you don't want universally loved. like yeah loved, you want to you know? make they get a chance of them saying like well, I, who gives a fuck? I didn't like him and he was a clown or he was a he was a he was the worst thing that about rap music ever or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. and then you have to go around the corner vanilla pops, pops out, out <laughs> like, why why are you dissing me like that mm-hmm. and then they got to backtrack and will they, will they backtrack and by the end of the segment will they be like you know I actually did I, I like you I'm gonna go pick up your album this week or something yeah mm-hmm. and it's like word to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> It's easy, it's easy to book. You can definitely get those. I, th- I think Vanilla Ice might be free. Well, I mean, you could just take all the people that are on your other shows, like World's Craziest or World's hey, Wildest, this or that. Right? We don't do it anymore. Like yeah, well, that's Harding. what I was going to say. We used to have Danny Bonaduce right. on the show. We used to, I feel like we're moving away from all that. Only A-list uh, celebrities. You like must. Yeah. You must still have Tanya Harding's phone number, though. Right? You <laughs> could, you could call her. And then, but then we then like you bookend it with like celebrity celebrity announcements like that, and you you kind of mm-hmm. like get the you. It's kind of gotcha for the uh, the pedestrian. 
You're like, oh, you are alive. You also get that moment where like they like they thought a dead person just popped up that they you just were they thought was dead for a few seconds. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the reaction is going to be that like shocking. Yeah. I just think I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You, you guys really believe in this one? We do. We were, so much so we were going to shoot some <laughs> test footage yesterday using me, but we were, we were afraid no one would know me by name. <laughs> they would be like, "Did you hear Brian Johnson?" I'd like, "Who's that?" <laughs> So then we were like, well, should we just go to people that definitely know me 100%? Go to your family like members. Like your parents? <laughs> like, like Tom from Reedy's. Like we're going to be like, hey, Brian died, and then see what he says, and then I'd pop out. <laughs> like, Thank you, you think he's going to badmouth you? Yeah, I was going to say, there's nobody going to badmouth him. Um. What if – uh, like, So we don't have the test footage. I'm but sorry. Wait a second. What if what – if, what if you looked up shit that people said on Twitter about famous people, mm-hmm. and then? But you, but for the most but that's part, called, the, that was called haters, wasn't there? I'm was almost it? positive there was a show called Haters. But you're not getting people are 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 more are so much more unlikely to talk bad about the dead. That's why if you can get that one person to be like, you know, who's kind of in the in the moment and is like, I I couldn't stand them. The thing is, I feel like the reactions you're going to get are mostly. Mostly people just being like, "Oh, that's so sad," you know. And I don't know. Like Tone Low died. TV. Well, that's why we go with the real ones in the middle of the show. Then, uh huh. Tell them about the tell them about the real like people who like write in who want to do who want to stage a funerals on someone they know. <laughs> a funerals. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because we were talking about what, that that show che- uh, cheaters. Yeah, you ever seen the show Cheaters? No. Never you never saw. I don't think so. You never saw that footage where he got stabbed and he fell off the boat. <laughs> it no, was like, the best like, ever. If you thought your, your significant either. other was cheating on uh-huh. you, you could hire this TV show to set up cams <laughs> and to follow him around uh-huh. and expose. And you would get you could expose them on camera. Okay. And you know you would have the host then being mm-hmm. like, "Why'd you do this? He's right. all upset. Why you do? Or she's all upset." And you would try to. You'd have like testimonials in between the footage of like, you know, like I'm so broken up about this. I can't believe she did this to me or he did this. How'd they get people to sign for that? must've tricked them into signing somehow. Well, they, sometimes they blur out the face of the cheater, obviously, you know, they wouldn't sign off. But on, but on funerals though, let's say your boss is treating you like a dick. Um, obviously not like this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Present company excluded. Yeah. They won't put a map of Staten Island. <laughs> like say so you're the boss, so you feel like you're not being you're you're not your work is not being appreciated at the office. Uh huh. You you set up a funeral set up, and you have. This isn't what the way you pitched to me though. This is no, I don't want to because I know because I can tell because this one's a little bit more palatable than if I if I said family. Oh, you're trying to water it down. Yeah. Oh, this is the watered down version. Yeah. Oh, it's good to know. I'm glad you're holding back. And you go He's in. He's trying to sell it. I know, no, I hate for you to say something offensive. You tell the coworkers <laughs> and the boss, you have someone go in, like somebody, a fake cop, and go, uh-huh. like, hey, he was on his way to work today. I just want to let everyone know. Bill passed away on the way into work today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at his face. <laughs> He's like, so far, so good. <laughs> Bill's dead. Keep talking. <laughs> it's Bill, not a no yet. Bill right? passed away on the way to work today. Uh-huh. And, um, just want to let everyone know, and then and then what happens? You, and, then, and then they have a gets, memorial Bill service. Bill gets to hear. There's been fake cameras set up uh-huh. beforehand, and Bill gets to hear the aftermath of 
how they really felt about him. Did, or did they, they, <laughs> Should Bill go back to work ever again? <laughs> or like, oh, fucking thank Christ. Yeah, maybe he gets schmo. what he's looking for uh-huh. in that, like, he felt unappreciated, but then he sees all the love and all the um, appreciation that they really did have. Uh-huh. Do you think seeing people, like, actively mourning would make really, like, fun television? Well, just for a little bit. Well, it's not like you I go mean, through the whole funeral it's service, right? It's definitely not a comedy. Right, okay. It's <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> is there a Z in it? Yes, you rule. Okay. Yeah, it's not a comedy? You want to get the young graphic. You right. want to get the young demographic. Okay, got it. That's you, how you, you just do funerals. It might just get, you know, you might be getting only the geriatric crowd. Sure. might not be wondering, might not know what it is, but yeah. you want that yeah. Z on the end so you get the young No, all the kids will watch it. We don't want the old people. Put a hashtag somewhere. Hashtag funerals. And then you reveal, though, you reveal he comes out and he's just like, and he says, like, I've been feeling down. I've been feeling like my work wasn't appreciated. I, I call the suicide hotline. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I, to get I, a I did job this. A glory hole. You, it's a mending thing. And now, it, it could go bad, too. They could be like, the aftermath, they could be like. That, this is really weird well, that you did good. that. We can, we, can, we can replace Bill. He sucked at, right. at his job or whatever. So it's, like, not, so it's not going to the actual funeral. No, no. You don't have okay. There's like no the burial. Cop, the cop no is burial. barely done with the announcement before they have the temp in there. <laughs> Bill's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> HR's already like closing the case on his on his file. <laughs> Originally, you pitched it as like it was a dad who uh, who like the, yeah. the, the, the cop was telling his family, his wife and kids like, "Oh, your dad died." You know, on, on his way home from work, I guess it would be. <laughs> And then, you know. That's a little too, after, that's a little too everyone, traumatic, though. The shock of seeing him come back, because he's going to come back and reveal himself. Right. It would be too traumatic for a family member, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but not, like, I mean, you're, talk, you're not the talking boss, about. boss, like, this would be, like, the boss maybe would be like, oh, I didn't know you felt that way. Maybe it would be a, a great, great hug at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to treat you like that. I'm not going to ever let you ever think ever again right. that you're not a vital cog in this machine. Yeah. See, the idea is this like, fake death has really put things in perspective. <laughs> Sometimes all it takes is faking your own death. <laughs> oh, that's a great tagline. Funerals. Sometimes all it takes is... See? That's why we want you on this. Uh, yeah. I, I thought of that one a long time ago, though. Uh-huh. We just dusted that one off because we knew you were coming. Yeah, but I, pre- I appreciate it. Nobody, nobody had bitten. It sounds like AMC. two different ideas, though, like the celebrity one and this. Yeah, because the celebrity one, you just want that reaction. It's cause you just, because you, it's cheap, too. Mm-hmm. You're just walking up to people on the street. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely cheap. Well, yeah, because he's, well, it was a show. It was called Hater. Mm-hmm. It, okay. It lasted a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mario Lopez hosted the reality show where famous that pairs famous people with their biggest anti-fans. Celebrities are given the chance to confront civilians who hate them and try to convince haters that their animosity is misdirected. Can you imagine? Mm. Being that, and these are not small names. Kim Kardashian, Snooki. Why do you think Joe it failed? F- um, the premise sounds strong. Was it hate or disease? No, it was H-8-R. Mm. For That's hater. probably why, because it's too confusing. Right. Yeah, people are like, what is this? <laughs> I thought it was a typo. It's not like funerals with a Z, which I know exactly what's going on. Um, I, I never saw, I remember seeing the promos for it, but I never saw an episode. To me, that, that, that sounds like a, like, it sounds like a real cheap, 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 cheap show that could be on like some real small 
cable channel. Yeah. Will the mm-hmm. celebrities be able to win over the people but who dislike them? The budget, you know, to get a Kardashian has got to be high. Yeah. Well, now, but back then probably. It was this 2011. Yeah, we had the funerals. Was a long, it was an idea of a long time ago. I think it's the one that could work. Timmy, could we get like ten grand from the network to shoot uh, like um, like a like a tape sizzle on it? reel? Yeah. Sizzle? Oh, for that idea? For funerals? Yeah, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! I'm telling this you, man, that's tough. There's a tough audience, man. We have not been able to get another show on the air. You through. fucking They're put tough Joker's over there, Wild man. And funerals with Aziz. Hey, man, Joker's Wild is fucking good, bro. <laughs> were you were you in charge of that? Uh, yeah, that was my show too. Yeah, yeah, that one had some bumps. What were the bumps in, in Joker's Wild? Why do you think it didn't succeed? Um, you know, I don't know. Q, you want to take this one? Why do you think Joker's Wild didn't succeed? I think Joker's Wild didn't succeed for two reasons. One, it wasn't the best show that we could make. Mm-hmm. We were under the gun. We were under production. We were trying to do two shows at once uh, and figure out the live show. So, so our but and the sketches that we made were funny, but they could have been produced a little bit better. They don't look that great. It wasn't the best thing in the show. But more than that, people are fucking dopes. Well, I think people expect and like you in a certain role. Yeah, once you that's step for outside, sure. Once you step outside that. Right, because cause it didn't look bad. It didn't look horrible, and it was funny. I still like a lot of things. And like some of the some of the bits that aired on that show we've shown in the live show, and they kill. They right. kill every time. And But we were getting comments like, this is scripted. Or, or wait, this seems fake to me. Right. Like people didn't get that it was scripted. They thought it was like we were trying to get one over on them yeah. that it wasn't scripted. A lot Meanwhile, of people aren't that bright. A lot of people aren't that bright. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think a lot of a lot of people tuned in because the bar is set so high for Jokers right now, but in a different way. Yeah. So I feel like even if it's good, if it's a different show, people aren't going to give it the same shot. You know, and ratings people, were pretty good though. They were. Why did it get renewed? They because it still had pretty fucking high ratings. I'm glad it didn't because yeah. it was just too much work. But I, I, to be honest, I don't remember at this point. I don't remember. I don't remember the numbers being that great. I think they were they were pretty good, but they weren't as high as Jokers for sure. No, they were, they were getting like point eight, point eight. I don't even remember. They were doing pretty good. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was just it was that I can't answer. I don't remember exactly why it didn't get picked up. But we didn't have a lot of fights on that, did we? Uh, no, not too many. I don't remember any fights on no. Jokers. Well, no, I think we. Uh, yeah, I think we saved it all for Staten Island Maps. Did you care, Q, when um, when, when, it, when it got canceled? Or no, when, I was happy. I was happy with it. It was it was uh, it was too much work, not enough pay, and the react. It was doubled down on it, the react. Like, I, yeah, I was not upset when it went away. I'm not even seeing it on Wikipedia. That's weird. But people like it. It's just out in the UK. We got some very nice uh, email about it. Yeah, you guys are uh, inter- multinational, we hear. What's that? True? Um, or well, Jokers? Uh, Jokers, yeah. Yeah. Well, these guys are these guys are big in a lot of countries, right? India, I hear. I got, I got a lot of messages today. I have people asking when you guys are coming to India. And- <laughs> uh, yeah, we opened, up, uh, we opened up Twitter to fans, said Simi was going to be on, see if there was any questions. Simi, were there any questions that seemed... Good. There were there were a lot of there were you know a lot of questions about you know what's what's my favorite punishment challenge we've done what uh, are the guys like in real life that sort of you know that kind of fair um, I don't know a few people asked which is the real Q is he, is he the one on Tom Steve Dave or is he the one on Joker's because he seems different 
Just um, a little. <laughs> you couldn't answer that, right? You don't like you haven't listened to Tom Steve Day. Right? I haven't listened enough. I mean, yeah. I, I. But to me, I mean, my sense from what I've heard is, you know, you're pretty. I feel like you're so, you're yourself on both shows. It's not like you're putting on an act in either one, right? Well, on well, on. I saw him dancing. <laughs> I saw him dancing. <laughs> uh, jokers. Yeah, yeah the only what? thing that was missing oh, was the, an uh, organ grinder. <laughs> 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 uh, well, was, was I being told to dance? Was this the well? You, I don't know if it's aired yet. The one where, where you're wearing the, the the bells on the jacket in the in the grocery store. Oh, that's dancing a funny around. one. We started dancing in that one. But that was just that to make Sal laugh, though. Right. So that that's in. Uh, probably I don't know. Probably Tell Steve Dave. But we also we've in the later years of Tell Steve Dave had started taking on characters mm-hmm. a little bit on the show, a little bit mainly to piss off our own audience, right. which doesn't make a ton of sense well, when I you think about so. it. Um, the whole tax thing only kept going on and on because people reacted so negatively to it. So like that's why I would talk about it all the fucking time. There's also a more recent one that the Hillary thing. Well, some some of your movies. That never got as big as the tax thing. Some of, sure. Nah, it's the Hillary thing kind of. The, the Hillary thing fizzled because the payoff never came because the payoff was she was supposed to be on Jokers. You remember that? Oh, that with, with Hillary Clinton. Yeah, and then that just went away. Oh, we were thinking of, talking about maybe doing some sort of a promo for the network. Yeah, yeah. and and so the so, but the, but it never came. So that that joke died on the vine. So, so like maybe Brian being like against. Politically correct a culture. Like well, unfortunately, that's Brian. This is Brian. But you know, you've you've said certain things on here, uh, and then that were that were said in just to play up a character. Yeah. Your Ghostbusters review. No, I. I, I that was <laughs> here a great we go. Movie. <laughs> yeah. um, you haven't seen the movie. When you see it, then you can. Then we can talk. Okay. Until did you then. see Ghostbusters? I did not. No. Okay. All right. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying. I've seen. I've seen. I've seen us. Uh, do things on here. Well, the tax thing definitely went on way long. The only reason the colonel thing is still going is because that asshole wrote that letter <laughs> saying he didn't like the colonel thing. Um, you know, get him for that, a while. Uh, was only brought on to annoy, to troll and annoy people. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I was more I, out of spite. I would then get him on more than I thought he needed to be on. But then I actually was like, sure, he's literally he's literally an oil well. Yes, and, and he will spit black gold. Constantly, yeah. If you if you just if you just strike at the right spot in his body, you will um, <laughs> orgasm. Fucking <laughs> black gold. Yeah. Um, do you disagree with that, Brian? That we've we've taken on, on certain stances just to annoy people who have voiced dissenting opinions. At t- yeah, maybe at times, like uh, say certain things that you know will get a rise. Out of people, but for me, it's more like I'll say stuff that I know is offensive on purpose. Right. Oh, then you're, then you're definitely, you're, you're, uh, then you're doing it then. Pushing buttons. You're just doing it just because you know it's going to get a reaction. Uh, sometimes, but generally not, I'd say. Like the tax thing with you is really the only thing that, uh, there were- or, or, or are you being like the, uh, the Lothario? Well, that was something, yeah, yeah. (laughs) that I, from day one, was like, let's just not say that. Or that you don't like fat chicks. Yeah, I never said that. The the tax thing was definitely the longest thing that I kept going just to annoy people in the audience. Um, I don't know. I don't know. 
Actually, you know, let me rephrase that. Sometimes I won't cut out offensive stuff because I know. Because it'll bother people. Yeah. Very rarely do I cut anything out. We keeps it reels with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, Simi, no, no questions came through that you thought were worth answering. Uh, you know, well, the, I could certainly answer. Some. I mean, there were a lot of questions about the live event that we got coming up. There, you know, the things like that. Things that were specific oh, we about even, the show. Right. We, did we even announce that yet? Uh, yeah, we 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 announced that. Um, we announced that it's happening. We didn't announce a lot of details about it, but uh, yeah, we announced Nitro Circus, November third, Prudential Center. We're having a live event. Yeah. Live season finale. Um, In Jersey. In Jersey. At The Rock. That's right. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, there were, again, a lot of questions. A lot of people always want to know what you guys are like, what you guys, meaning the Jokers, are like in real life versus on TV. But it's pretty much the same, right? Yeah. 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 Joe's a little more business-like behind the scenes. Yeah, I'd say so. I I, think that would be the one that would surprise people. Because I say it all the time. I'm uh like, he runs the show. Yeah, he's much more – he has that serious business side of him for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess – you know what? That's interesting. I feel like he's the one that if – when the cameras start rolling, he's he's a little different in that sense that he's just – he could be right. buttoned up. But that's a – it's not bad, you know? No, no, no. Not yeah. in any way, shape. I, uh, I think without Joe steering the ship like he does, uh, we would be we would be in rough shape. Yeah. Um, the, story, he, the story I was telling – Somebody's phone is causing a well, – Was that this? Yeah. Okay, sorry. That's right. Um, I mean, the story I always tell is all my that, first episode. No, it just started for oh. some reason. Right. Okay, um, the story I always tell is the my fr- the first day that I worked on Jokers, we were shooting a special um, where you guys were on a rooftop. It was one of those episodes where you guys are just you know shooting the shit and tossing Eclipse. Right. And I got there and I saw you guys doing it, and we had about like five minutes of you guys going back and forth. And then I turned to Pete McPartland, the showrunner, and I was like, right, I think we got enough. And he's like, oh, we haven't started rolling yet. You know, that's just. <laughs> They're just hanging out, and I was like, "Oh, you know, it's it's the oh, show. It's, great. it's the uh, so it's I know you guys are exactly uh, very very similar on on screen and off." Are you open to taking pitches from the Tell Me Steve Dave crew in the future, Simi? Sure, or, or do you? If this, feel- if this was a preview of what what's to come, <laughs> or do you feel like these ideas? Well, let's uh, say we took it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> or do you feel that these ideas have have right have have offed any interest that you have? From telling Steve Dave Productions no, in the I'd, future, I'd be I'd be happy and honored to take a pitch. I, yeah, these ones feel a little off for True TV, but right, but um, but yeah, I would say you know my door is always open, guys. So when we go into pitch dyslexia, I, uh, dyslexia, the game show. Uh huh. A couple people tweeted about that. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna, uh, we're gonna have a, a big round about a dyslexia a game, uh, like a championship uh-huh. kind of, amongst our uh, our our the players in our universe, the yeah. the, the characters, not characters, but the people who. Who make up the Tom Steve Day family? Uh-huh. And can I send you the file then? Sure. I've got such great gameplay and such like. But what are you talking about? It's the most frustrating game ever made. No, what? but I've, he's I've, refined it. Oh, really? It. I've I've, I've fine tuned it. Why not one true three? I Ooh, feel like a uh, it's a fucking great. That's a legitimate game show. All right, I don't want to take away your thing. But uh, Sorry. there <laughs> are there's so much new twists and turns. It's not just the two rounds that we had before. Now there's like there's truly um, strategy. Simi, what's the opposite of a horse? The opposite of a horse? Yeah. Oh God, that's hard. Hey, take the- a step. There's no wrong answer. There's no right answer. What's the opposite? The opposite of a horse? Yeah. My brain's hurting with that one. Um, 
Well, I, I mean, I immediately this is, this is too. This is too. It's out of context. It's out of context. I, I guess I go to Z. Ze- I guess I go to zebra, but it's not okay. Not a car. So you don't go to car. <laughs> uh, yeah, you wouldn't. It be, you wouldn't well, see a car if you're playing a game. Like let's say, <laughs> give me this. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, you weren't talking about within the animal family. You just mean in general. Oh no no. In general, in general uh, but you have to figure out. Okay, then a car is a fair answer. What if, yeah. I, said, what if I said this? Um, <laughs> Breadstick. Uh huh. <laughs> That was like a that was like awakenings. <laughs> he caught the ball. <laughs> if I said bread, like if I said bread, what's the opposite of bread? And what's the opposite of stick? What's the opposite of bread? And, 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 right, that look and on I your face. You also, it's it's in the food family. Oh, what's the opposite of bread? And it's the category in the, is food. Okay, the what's the opposite of bread? Meat? I don't know. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Don't 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 mistake this chemistry for me liking the idea. Go ahead. <laughs> but you're right. You're very excited. Okay. So you got the okay, first. You word. got the first okay, one. Good. So we, we know it's bread and meat. Okay. So it, it, bread stick. The opposite is meat. What's the opposite of a stick? Pie. Mm. Oh, loaf. No. Meat. Jesus. Oh, that would have worked. Yeah, meatloaf. <laughs> meatball. Je- Jesus. A stick and a meatball. ball. Oh, ball. is it, but is a ball the opposite of a stick? <laughs> That's yeah. the big question. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, Jimmy. Yes, it is. If you don't think so, you're an asshole. I think the fundamental flaw is you don't know what the word opposite means. You, know, you, you, you can't – you cannot judge a game of this – I'm telling you. Sure, I can. You okay. need to see the file. You need to listen to the whole game okay. played with all its nuances and its the strategic elements. And I have a, I have a set design uh-huh. where, the two, where the two players – Especially built chair where they're back to back when they're giving these clues. Uh-huh. A chair that where they're back to back and they have to speak to each other. You should have led with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> the set would be amazing. Again, can we go back to the suicide uh, online comedy hour? <laughs> wow, it's tough to please, huh? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's not that easy. Well, I'm most, telling you, we most can't... people just open the gates for these ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Right tell them, Steve, Dave, we don't have a producer squashing all this fucking no. genius that's uh, that flows like mm-hmm. like what's it called when it flows? Like, water, not water, but like it's like stream stream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. that's what Tom Steve Davis. No filter. There's yeah, we don't have to abide by sponsors or uh, well, yes, we do, <laughs> but, we, but we don't. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. Read Got Fanduel again this week. Do you like football? Well, I do like football. Oh, yeah. Who's your team? Uh, I'm a Jets fan. I'm more of I'm oh, ba- baseball. My- what about Fitzpatrick? Should he sit? I don't know. I to be honest, I'm a little more of a bandwagon football fan. Baseball is my sport. I'm a big Mets fan. Well, then you know about Fanduel because fantasy baseball is just as big as football, right? Yeah. Are you into that? I'm very. I'm into fantasy baseball. I don't do the daily leagues like Fanduel and stuff like that. But um, but I I, I do a. Like a rotisserie fantasy yeah, baseball did you ever win? Uh, I did one, yeah. 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 All right. So but <clears throat> football and FanDuel, that's what we're pushing this week, Q. Yes. How'd your team do last week, Q? I have a team. <laughs> what, what team? In FanDuel? Yeah. You don't have a football team that you like? No, you somebody was supposed anybody? to run it for me. Oh, football team that I like? Yeah, you don't root for any certain team? Uh, no, not really. You're not a giant guy or a jet guy? Cause you're, no, you're I don't I don't I don't like New York teams team. that play in Jersey, Walt. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're a New York team playing New York. Mm -hmm. I hear that. Yeah. Um, But you could put your skills to work um, and go win cash in FanDuel's one-week fantasy football contest. If you don't have time, you're obviously very busy. Just one week. Um, And you don't have to – and and Sunday's free. So free, you can – Yeah, there's no – nothing goes on Saturdays, right? right? So Well, college football, but you can't – I don't think you can do fantasy football with college. Yeah. 
Um, so should uh, Fitzpatrick sit or no? Um, Who was that guy with the broken jaw last year? Put that back up. Oh God! Um, um, should he get a shot at the? Well, they just I don't know. They could try anything. To some crazy amount of money. I don't think they're ready to send him yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm up Sunday that. million dollar tournament. Walt. There's a million dollar tournament. Paying out at least a million dollars in prizes. Do well, I have to? Do I have to rich. spout any? Any Nazi propaganda to win that money, or is it just <laughs> no? Is it it just, you don't have to sell. You don't have yeah. to sell out on your moral. Right. I don't have to raise money for ISIS. Nothing <laughs> like that. I guess like I can win. Nazi clown. Exactly. <laughs> you have to stalk kids in a playground. <laughs> Wearing a Fendel shirt. <laughs> and then at the, the oh, I forgot to tell you this part though. At the end uh-huh. of the segment, when yeah. when when, um, when it's revealed that like who who's getting eliminated. Yep. You have like uh, you have like a like a in unison like a crowd going. You're worse than Bernie Madoff. Mm-hmm. And then somebody tases the guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to and then gives him an oversized check for a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that would probably make a good bit on Fameless casting for that mm-hmm. show, right? Yeah, for sure. That would work. We yeah, fam- we 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 have a show this uh, Fameless with David Spade, which is actually kind of similar, where people where people think they're going on a reality show, but really that's it's sort of like Joe Schmo. If you remember yeah, that show? Yeah. So it's it's that. I forgot about that. I did forget that you guys had that show. Yeah. I would have pocketed that one for, mm. for you know, a waste of time. <laughs> it's like Family with Hitler. It's quite a lot. Instead of David Spade. Someone <laughs> dressed up like Hitler. <laughs> Go to FanDuel.com, click the Join Now button, and use my promo code TESD. That's FanDuel.com, promo code TESD. Void but perfect. You got something right here. You're right. You're right. Well, jump yeah. in. What do you got about me for FanDuel? I can see you got some info. No, I don't have no. any info. No. <laughs> no patches this week. No, when it said voidware prohibited, I was thinking of like taking a shit where they don't want me to. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, Did you deal with a lot of phone yeah, faces, a lot of problems? Well, people seem to I, – I guess I understand too. They're like, how do I know if I was in the first 25 or not? Yeah, there's a lot of people – Like, I, I think it's <laughs> FanDuel's website. But this week there are no – there's no incentives. I gave away uh, probably – we're probably no more patches left, so do not join up to FanDuel and think you're getting a patch this week because you're not. Only do it because you want to support the show, not okay. for a patch. Don't be so greedy. Yeah. Come on, man. Haven't you gotten enough? <laughs> FanDuel. We <laughs> <laughs> got Ring. Now, this is, this would be good for you, uh, Simi. Yeah. Ring, yeah, because, you know, somebody, some fuck-up shows up to your house on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh wait no because you would have to use your phone then right mm-hmm. isn't that how you use it like let's, let's yeah go to, let's go to Sunday okay Sunday it's any day but Saturday okay yeah some weirdo shows up to your house and they're like hey he's man glasses. he's got thick glasses on he's got a stained t shirt tight sweatpants <laughs> and, and, like, and an icon <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like why didn't you like my idea about the suicide hotline. <laughs> Yeah, no, and they're they're like, uh, hey, I heard you on Tell Him Steve Dave, and uh, you were yelling at Q, uh-huh. and they're they're all hot under the car right. about it. You, you could you could you could have this conversation. He's got a, he's got a map phone. of Staten Island t- tattooed on his forehead. <laughs> yeah, he's he's really pissed that you yeah, he's a map of Staten Island. I, all right, I get his, I get it, I get where he's coming from, but right. yeah, probably and Q, you the use this the Ring of Security, where it's like uh, it's 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 a it's basically a camera. Mm-hmm. That you put on outside your uh, outside your door, okay. and somebody, and you don't even have to be home because there's an app, and somebody rings, and they're like, uh, "Hey, Sammy," like, you know, like how these people are leaving their their hotel room doors open, yeah. so you know you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You can just fucking check it out, see the person, see if you want to talk to them. Maybe it's some dickhead that's always borrowing money or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
You're like, fuck it, I'm going to pretend I'm not home. <laughs> ringing at the doorbell. <laughs> yeah, like, so describing a security camera? Sime, yeah, home? Okay. a security camera and a doorbell. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also, remember how Ferris Bueller had to make that tape that played? Yeah, sure. This, you can actually talk into your phone uh-huh. from anywhere in the world. And it comes out through the doorbell. You could be like, yeah, you could be like, I'm taking a you bath You could be right a Cali. Uh-huh. I can't come to the door. Okay. <laughs> you could be a Cali. Maybe you're shooting the the, the, the premiere episode of Funerals. Sure. Yeah. Someone's <laughs> knocking on the door at at home. And you can talk to them. Or you got you got, you decided to produce a script I wrote called Down Syndrome, the movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Downs with a Z. Yes. <laughs> yeah. See? We got to work together, bro. We're missing out on golden opportunities. Guys, right? yeah. This is why I like them. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah. So you're in you're in California, uh-huh, sure. And somebody you somebody know, knocks got, on my got door. A wife and kids. Are you down with downs? Yeah, yeah. This is good. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that movie's gonna fucking down be a blockbuster. Um, so I'm in California. Somebody rings and, my doorbell. Yeah, I got a wife and kids. You're just like, honey, don't go to the door. Let me check this out. <laughs> <laughs> Guy in sweatpants. And I say, hey, I'm sorry, I can't come to the door because I'm in the bath. Yeah, I'm in the bowl. Yeah. Take a bowl bath. So I can't. <laughs> or uh-huh. I'm cleaning my guns. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that is talking. That's yeah. a good one. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. sharpening my Bowie knife. <laughs> and then, yeah, then you can have on your phone, maybe you press a button and you can have like a, a, a dog barking like crazy in the background. Uh huh. You, know, you can tell the dog, be quiet, be quiet. Sure. It's okay. Wait, that, is this, is this a show not, idea? Is this an app? Like, yeah. what is this? <laughs> no, that's not included in the ring security kit, just so you know the dog barking thing. Yeah, that, it should be. That's a whole separate. Yeah, be, yeah. <laughs> ring. You should get on that. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, this is this is just uh, this is something you buy. You get one hundred and fifty dollars off your kit if you go to ring. dot com slash tesd, and you never have to answer your door again, really, unless you want to, because Ring's made it home burglary every thirteen seconds. That's, that's crazy, shocking. man. That's crazy. Do you think there's anyone seeing me at the network who? Dislikes us to the point where they're waiting for Jokers to get canceled. No, no, no. It, there's a lot of love for you guys, Q. There's a lot of love, honestly. It, yeah, yeah. It seems like it, but Doesn't you it? never know. It, yeah, there might be some. Uh, I mean, is yeah. there is there somebody at the network who hates you guys? Yeah, possible. And they're waiting for. Jo- what do you think it's going to be like? I mean, I know that the the comic book lover in you once would love a villain. I know? would love a villain. There are no villains. I get. I like everybody at the or network. Say the paranoid in them. Mm, that's true too. <laughs> Well, nobody has a hundred percent success rate. He's looking for the black clouds. Um, How does that news? All right. So true. We shoot season six, right? right? And true decides not to renew for season seven. Okay. How does that news get delivered to us? Are are you in charge of that? No, my, my guess is that that's probably above my pay grade. That probably, God, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, I, I don't want to, I, I'm glad I don't want to be the one to make that call. A text. Um, yeah, I'm like, Hey, right. Don't come back. Do we get called to the office? Um, that's a good question. I, I, I would imagine it would happen in person, but my, my sense is at this point, it's all parties. I don't think there's going to be any surprise. It's not going to be like, Oh, you know, sorry, we're we're just, we're just killing this off. I know what they do. Right, Simi fakes his death, and mm. like, we can't go on with the show. I like that. And, uh, and depending on how you react, right? Yeah. You, may, you may reveal it. Yeah, yeah. You're on funerals. Z. It took them. It replaced Joker's. We heard recently uh-huh. that the upper. You might not. This this might have been above your pay grade, mm-hmm. but I heard recently that the 
that the upper echelon of the network, although I would say you're in the upper echelon, but like even above you was, was annoyed at us recently. Have you, for, what? Did you for negotiations on the live episode? Did you hear any of that? I did not hear any of that. Okay. No. So I'm sure it was warranted though, if, if they were. Um, <laughs> no, I have no idea. It might, Are they greedy, uh, the Jokers? The jo- I don't think they're greedy. I think they, look, I think that this, if, <laughs> I think it's, you know, when, when when you get to this point, when the show's been this successful, they, you're gonna fight. You know, you're gonna try to fight for some money. I think that's warranted. Sure. Well, I can't speak to the details of it. We didn't. I, it, I'm not involved on the money side, really. In so. this in this case, once it was explained to us uh-huh. what what the financial reality was of the episode, we were like, oh well, a fucking course, and it went away in two seconds. Right. Um, I will say, you know, this that the the network does try to make you guys happy they try to absolutely 100 100 but we had basically all right let's say we get x amount for an episode right now if you're doing an uh an episode four times as long as a normal you're doing a two-hour episode mm-hmm. would you expect to get x times four is that a serious question for me in the show i'm on yeah or for you <laughs> for us i guess yeah. uh it's 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 not a show that you we'd probably rerun a lot right the live that? the live episode no no yeah this is a lot of, one or two time or it's yeah or maybe that, that weekend no, no, no. that sort of thing yeah. and i'm not even set i'm not even setting uh-huh. them up like right. but that that's just the initial question so right. now you're doing four times his work would you expect to get paid your rate times four times four i mean you would think right it's not unreasonable is everybody to else getting paid times four no, this is like the, you know. mean the crew and all them. Yeah, probably not because they get so. paid. They get paid on a different rate. Right, but is it your idea? No. Whose idea is this? For this two-hour show for the networks. It was mine. And then I would, then so I would think yeah. that you maybe maybe two times would be fair. I don't know about four times. But, but well, I'm not saying that we should get paid four times. But you could see how the initial thing would be like, oh, that's great. We're working, we're doing we're delivering two hours instead of a half hour. We want so. four times. And knowing they'll settle for two times. We ended up settling – well, once the realities of, of the budget was explained to us, there was no argument. There was right. no argument. We were just like, oh, OK. So that's where it came from. Why so not bring it up? Why not bring it up? Right. But but is there ever the sense of the network that we are diva-ish? Did you ever hear that? I haven't heard that in a long time. Long, I mean, Not a long time. <laughs> but you have heard it. It's been like weeks, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it does – sometimes you'll I, hear that. I, I think – I. Full disclosure, I haven't heard it in a while. I feel like there there were definitely look over the course of three years where there are times where right. you guys wanted something that 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 you know seemed above and beyond, like it probably happened. But I, I honestly, nothing comes to mind. Nothing. You know? And somebody at the network was like, "Who the fuck do these guys think they are?" <laughs> yeah, that, was, that has had that has had to been said at the network, right? Who do these guys think they are? Because like probably. there was one or two demands that were just a little lofty. Yeah, I wonder what those would have been. I would fucking love to. It, it, I don't think it would have been the map. The map. The map seems no, not the map. The map. Seems reasonable. The map does seem. Well, my reaction to the map was maybe a little. Yeah, I like how you've come around on this a little bit. Well, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't about the map. Yeah. It was about. It was, it was pride. He's on to the next battle, though. There is no more. There are no more battles. I've given up. Oh, you're not thinking that. about the map anymore. You totally gave up. So now, this is Q going back into the mode of I. Yeah, I really I don't. don't, I, don't I don't. I don't give a shit about shit. any of this. Yeah, you'll get a call later on. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, no. Well, with the Benjamin Cat thing, I was. I was hoping we were going to turn that into something bigger, and then, yeah. that, and then that went away. Yeah. Unfortunately, we did shorts for uh, another. I show. remember that. this is one of the times where I oh, you, I was were, you were yelling and you yeah, were, you we were got here. into it on this. One. I was furious. I don't think I was on the phone. We were texting. We, we texted a lot about this one. We disagreed on an edit. On an edit. 
I still disagree with you. I, I I don't feel you. What happened was is we got hired to do. Well, we didn't. I got hired to help shepherd. How, how would you say it? Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, these cats, these shorts, based for another show on True, based on Benjamin Cat. Right. And I was super excited. I was doing it for free. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even getting paid. I got. Just sounds silly to say, but I got forced to get paid. My whole thing was like, I don't give a shit at all. Like, I'll just do it because I, I think it's fun. Who forced you to get paid? This was not North South. Somebody said you have to get paid. They're oh. like, you you have to get paid. Okay. Um, but I had said I don't even give a shit. I said I I money money wasn't even that didn't even come up till after we shot uh-huh. actually the episode. Um, because I didn't care about money. And in fact, I took a pay cut in the end. And the edits came in, and I thought they were so funny. And then, and this is where I wonder if you'll admit this, mm-hmm. if it's true. <laughs> but the edits that came back, I strongly disagreed with. They they just weren't to me, weren't funny. Like they they ripped out the humor. They made them less mean. They made they just made it not funny and bland to me. Mm-hmm. But you. Uh-oh. You said it was your call, but it wasn't your call, was it? About the about the edits for that piece? Yeah, I think you were just taking a hit just to end the whole situation. I think it was partially my call and partially other people weighing in also. Because that was for a show that wasn't really my show. Right. So, But that- you took it on yourself like it was your call. Yeah. And, and, and when I calmed down, I was like, all right, I see why he did it mm-hmm. because – Well, I mean that's one of the things that's tough about – Working at a network is you're not you know sometimes you're taking other people's opinions into account and you're sort of trying to right. trying to um, you know ultimately I'm speaking for the network so like if even if there's something that you know yeah sometimes I have to sell things that that you know um, it's it's it, it can get complicated but um, I just didn't feel like you I just I just know you you're a funny guy so I I couldn't see you agreeing with their cut. That's what was driving me nuts. I was like, "There's no way," so, and that's why he keeps saying uh-huh. when I said, "I know, I know it's funny," because mm-hmm. I knew the cut was funny. Like that was what I said. I was like, uh-huh. "I know it's funny. I know it's funny." Yeah, not you, like I know it's funny. Although there might have been that too. Um, do you, Do you consider showing anyone else these the at the time? Show anyone else these well, cuts? Well, here's like the thing: like who, the people who wrote it and directed it are the writers on Practical Jokers who have years of UCB oh, experience okay. and are very funny and. They they know what's funny. Like they were funny. Like like you were fighting for the other show, which shall remain nameless. Mm-hmm. Um, I was fighting for the writers right. who had no vo- and the director who had no voice. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to puff up my feathers a little bit on their behalf. Mm-hmm. And I, I I just was like I couldn't get how you thought that that their edits were funny because there were no jokes. Right. There wasn't a single joke left in that edit. I was like, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that one didn't didn't go over as well as I think we all hoped it would. Yeah, yeah. But I had I just felt like there was you were just saying it politically. Were you saying it politically a little bit? I think part of it oh, was. And you know that means, uh, makes me feel better though. Okay. If he couldn't see the value in Benjamin Cat, then I'm now feel so bad that he's not that into. Uh, Are you worse than Hitler or funerals? Hmm. Oh, it puts his whole. It puts his whole. Definitely, thing. definitely it puts everything thing. in perspective. Yeah. I'm not giving up <laughs> on the suicide hotline. This guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. I think we should focus on funerals. <laughs> I'm coming around on all these ideas. Right? <laughs> I think we should focus on funerals. Um, so we should pitch Simi a, a show. I think. All right. Not a legitimate one, not on air though. Yeah. All right. Not 
I think we should develop f- funerals into something. Yeah. Come in, guys. But you, more so than One True Three? Listen to me. One True Three is a legitimate show. Yeah. That's, that, that will sell. One True Three is great. Celebrity One True Three? Yeah. Got ice, uh, a vanilla ice in there? Well, <laughs> Just- we'll take this off air. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's it. We got to wrap it up. Thank you for coming in. A pleasure, guys. Yeah, thanks for listening to our that ideas. Great. That was great. A lot of fun. <laughs> a little disturbing, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Expected nothing less. I think I think for, for a first time thrown into it, I think you did really well. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. I yeah. think I think the second time will be better. <laughs> uh, a powerful man as such yourself. Um, where do you stand on Illuminati? Real or on not real? Oh God! Is this how you close everyone? Every no. podcast? <laughs> yes, You're no. worse than Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, Steve. Dave. <laughs>
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.